Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 105. It's a uh, couple people here. We're missing Max. He's he's doing some moving, I think. And then Sean is doing some family stuff. But got a couple other people here with us. So we'll have some fun tonight and talk about all kinds of uh, interesting stuff that have, that have popped up that have uh, people talking about a couple games that we were talking about a while ago, I believe, that didn't pan out in December. But it could be coming back around. So let me let me go around here. We have Evan. Evan's with us tonight. What's going on, man? Not much. Just pulling me away from freaking Super Dragon Ball Heroes. So. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit too. Cause that, that game's weird, but it, uh, it is. I played it too. And we got uh, we got we got Jordan. Jordan's with us. How's it going? Glad to be here. Uh, Nate. Nate is uh, Nate's here with us tonight as well. What's going on, Nate? Not too much. And then uh, of course you just heard him. OJ player. What's going on, man? What's up, man? I've been actually been playing games this week. Okay, very good, very good. <laughs> uh, let's 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 just let's just start with what we've been playing. Evan, you were playing Super Dragon Ball. I've been playing it too. I couldn't find the game around me. By the way, I looked everywhere for it, and no one had a copy of the game. GameStop had one, and it was for a pre-order customer. Best Buy didn't have it. Walmart didn't have it. That was all the places. Yeah, so nobody had it. Uh, I don't know if that game would be rare or if it's just my area, but uh, it was weird that GameStop didn't have it. So I got it digitally. They they intentionally shipped a very small amount of of, uh, of copies of the game. Really? Oh man! Yeah, because they didn't think anybody's gonna buy the game. It's such yeah. a weird type of game, you know. Yeah, I guess that's true. It came with cards apparently too, like physically. It, it, I don't I don't play the card game at all, so I don't know. But uh, I think it's only in like really Japan, right? Like the Dragon Ball Hero stuff. The arcade game, yeah. The the, the card game is here, but um, yeah, not a lot of people play it. Really, it's not like as popular. But I remember back when it started, it was it was somewhat popular, and people still like it. But the the game is the game is interesting. But yeah, it does come with the actual physical pack of cards. I actually pre ordered mine like the day like the day before it came out. I pre ordered it, and then it was they had it at my Best Buy. So oh okay 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 yeah, I had a hard time. But I just got it digitally because I was like, you know, this might just be one of those games that uh, I'll just I'll just play like w- now and then whenever I get a chance because uh, it looks like it's going to be a, a lot of collecting going on in this game. But Evan, you. You were interested in this to the point where you asked me about it while I was playing it because you were curious after the whole Doken battle thing on the cell phones. I'm sure you were interested. What what do you what are your thoughts here? Because you sent me a message and you were like, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. Well, it, I well I asked you how many how many times up till that point have you said what the hell's going on? A lot. But, <laughs> and I still I'm starting to figure it out. And I'm starting to figure out deck building. And it's it's not like an easy game. Like it's not just like you see basic stats and you know, you build your team and that's just very simple. This is extremely in depth from what I've been looking into for like what certain characters can do, how you build your teams, how they interact, knowing where they need to be placed on the map. Uh, But it's interesting because it's basically boiled down to five rounds and that's it. Like you have to beat your opponent in five rounds and knowing what your allies can do, whether they burst into huge power at like round three and how important that'll be. If you have someone else, you can force them into a super. It's like the crazy depth to it is there. And I'm, mm-hmm. I've gotten pretty far. Actually, six minutes before this, I actually pulled Super Saiyan for Broly, and I've been trying to play around with him. Super Saiyan, man, they got really, they got crazy with the Dragon Ball Heroes lore. Like, yeah, it's all over the place. They did, a, they did like a special anime series for it too, and it, that makes no sense either. So it's all over the place. Yeah, but it's, it's starting to get fun, and I'm starting to okay. see really the point in it. And it's difficult as a card game, but it's definitely the next evolution because they do have the physical card game, but the elements to this can only be done in a game really. So like 
it just works better, I think. I see the uh, I see the super chats. Why well, I actually read through those at nine thirty after we're done talking about the games we're playing. Uh, so in about twenty five minutes or so. Uh, but I see Matthew Hammond. Thanks, and then Andy Ackerman uh, back at it again this weekend with the twenty five saying word homies with a question mark. <laughs> Andy, it's good to see you, Andy. <laughs> uh, thanks uh, as as always. Past couple weekends, thank you. Appreciate it. So yeah, I haven't played it, Evan. I feel like I feel like they basically threw. Is this is this how it plays in Japan in the arcades? From what I've seen in video, very similar. Yeah, but the, it's that little slight advancement to it. I don't know how many of the pictures I looked at were real or like some kind of idea, but like you almost get like an RFI chip card that has your character on it and you can like go to arcades with it, put it into the machine and then actually play. Yeah, actually like with the arcade machines in Japan, you can buy cards like right there. Yeah. Mm. Like you can buy the cards and then you you actually put the cards on there and you you manipulate like you move the cards and stuff like to play on certain things. Kind of like I saw I mean you you've been playing it so you know like there's certain parts like the super moves where you actually have to like use the analog stick and to Yeah, it's like move. a touch. And, yeah. yeah. That you do that type of stuff on the in the arcade game. Like you kind of move the card and do stuff like that. So they tried to manipulate it to where it's like kind of getting that experience. I, I think I guess if you're playing in portable mode, you can do the same stuff like with the, I use your finger. Oh yeah, touch screen is yeah. fully functional and it has yeah. all the shapes and everything mm. for it. I f- I feel like they just basically threw the entire game that's been updated to this point at us and they were like here you go. Go ahead and learn it. So maybe that's why it feels kind of overwhelming yeah, at first. And they hit us with a two-minute tutorial that made no sense. Yeah, I know. Like, go have fun. It was like move your characters here, and I did, and then all of a sudden everything exploded. You know, like super <laughs> moves everywhere and everything. I was like, I mean, that was cool to watch. I don't know how I did it though. Uh, and then like getting people to transform, I didn't understand either. So that was... that's what I started to get into. I I actually have a Goku Black and Zamasu, so I can actually do the fusion. I have the perfect oh. card. So at turn two or three, I can just put both on the field, and then they'll become merge Zamasu with like all kinds of bonuses. And oh, stuff. that's cool. Yeah, like you have a Goku that turns into Super Saiyan four. Yep. Uh, one that turns to Super Saiyan Blue, and I was trying to figure out, and then I realized you read the cards, and it'll kind of tell you that the you have to read them. Yeah. You hundred percent yeah. have to read them. And then in a uh, in story mode, you can actually alter what they have. So even if you have a card that does like a super power up at turn three, <clears throat> if you have an item, it can change that to something completely different. I can make a character that's not Saiyan turn into a giant ape, like if you have the right item for it. So this is weird. Mm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think I'm gonna keep playing it just to see what i guess how much further it goes i mean it's what 1100 cards or something like that to collect yeah. so i'm gonna be playing this for a while to get all of those cards the story doesn't make any sense and it's it's not very good but no, otherwise sucks. otherwise it's i guess just the idea of it. it plays online too so yep, and you can do three yet. on three battles three people versus hmm. three people yeah and and um there's a ton of content man that's the thing like there's so much stuff in the game i mean the presentation's kind of like ps2-ish um definitely uh like high resi you know like ps2 type of game yeah, presentation it's kind of like, kinda like budokai 2 is what it reminds me of yeah yeah but the like the content in there like when i was playing i was like yo this is crazy how much content's in here and it, and it's fun as a card game you can see the depth I and mean, you can see why somebody would be able to like get into this and get into it like for like a long amount of time so i i'm planning on doing let's plays on it because i think it's actually really cool like playing you know bite-sized chunks like a few battles here and then you know doing that because it's actually pretty fun yeah, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it for that. Uh, what about you, Nate? What you been What have you been up to? A uh, bunch of random stuff. <laughs> Let's see. I think Start I played. Play, I think I played uh, one or two of the games you played. I think probably. So. I started to play SteamWorld Quest: Hand of Gilgamesh. I just got SteamWorld Quest today. I haven't I haven't yeah. installed it yet because I they got they sent a thing that was like, oh, you've been approved. Here you go. So yeah, I played like ten minutes of it. Oh really? Okay, yeah, I gotta play some of that. Is there 
is that I, I should ask you are you able to say anything about it yet uh, i think it's still under embargo until like the end of the month okay now so i just wanted to make sure before oh. you started saying something about it yeah. yeah um okay cool yeah i'm gonna check that out too because i wanted to uh i wanted to try that one out big time but um you played what was the what was the contra game you played Oh, what mech extermination force? Yeah, mech extermination yeah. force. <laughs> how far? How many bosses you beat in that thing? I think I defeated like six so hmm. far. I think I've defeated nine of them. Um, I actually like that game for being twelve bucks. I don't know, it's a pretty fun game. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth the price. I mean, it's it's hard. <laughs> it it's not easy, but that's the thing. It's supposed to be. Uh, I mean, I think there's, I think there's fourteen bosses in it. I yeah, think. I mean, so... it doesn't really punish you for failing. It's just kind of like, oh, you didn't get stars on your rating. Yeah. whatever just continue to retry retry until you learn the pattern and whatnot yeah it's kind of, it's contra mixed with like uh shadow shadow of the colossus so I, yeah. I i like it i think it's fun i don't know for, for mean, a 12 dollar game it's fun yeah i would have liked like a roll or a dodge or something because i kind of feel vulnerable at certain times and i'm just kind of standing like well i'm gonna get stepped on because i can't move fast enough yeah yeah that's that's for sure yeah i feel like i need a dodge though like that's the thing i ran into with it i'm like i need something like i need to be able to like roll out of the way or, or just something i could do to, to move real quick um but otherwise it was it was fun uh, i think it, like i said i think it's a fun game to, to try out at least um what about what about what other weird games you've been playing i played yet another zombie defense hd which is yet another zombie defense game where you just shoot zombies with a variety of guns and put up very bad structures to protect yourself around a lamppost is that like a, that's like a tower defense game right yeah, no. I was not. I'm not too into those kind of games, so I don't usually know. Usually, when HD is in the title, it's because they pulled it from somewhere. Did that come <laughs> like cell phones or something? I think it was like on Steam, like a year ago or something. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and then the highlight has been Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy. Interesting. I have not played one of those, and it's probably been a long, long time. How How is that? It's good. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's just Phoenix Wright pretty much just brought over right like yeah it's just the three phoenix Wright games in hd man i, got, I really want to try those games again i never they never clicked with me for some reason so maybe maybe i'll try them again when it comes back around here that's out on the ninth right that's out in like three days i think right yeah it comes out on tuesday yeah see maybe i will try those out because i don't even, i think it's like 30 bucks and it's three games yeah for the price i mean it's definitely a good value which i mean people would be shocked it's capcom offering value on switch i know that's shocking right well it's not physical, right? They're not doing a physical. Oh, it's copy. just digital only. See, see, I bet you that Resident Evil Four. I bet you all those Resident Evil games were all digital. Resident Evil Four would be like twenty bucks. Yeah, Capcom's crazy with that though, because like Dragon's Dogma is twenty nine ninety nine, and like yeah. every, you get everything. It's such a and it's all on one card. It's such a good value and like good. That's awesome. And then Capcom does the stuff with Resident. I have no idea. It's like they throw a dart at a board and say, "Hey, we're gonna." Yeah, do they're they're weird. Something cool. They're weird, man. I don't get Capcom sometimes. They're I don't get them at all. I almost feel like there's internal teams that have more power at selecting what they do. Cause I always feel like the dragon's dogma team kind of all after it didn't really work out early in its life, they were just like, eh, screw it. Let's just have fun. See who will buy it for cheap and, you know, try to get it in people's lives. Cause it's actually a really good game. Mm. Yeah. Did, uh, am I the one that played Yoshi? Nope. <gasps> Jordan played Yoshi too. I've yep. watched people play Yoshi. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> what do you think about Yoshi, man? Well, so I just, I streamed, I've been streaming it all week. And I okay. I beat it. I did a five hour stream last night, finishing it. How long? How long is the game? It's decently length. Like, okay. I would say it probably took me, I don't know, days together, between eight and ten hours, probably at max. 
Okay. Uh, and that's that's only doing minimal side stuff. That's not doing like everything or not doing nothing. Uh, the game was good. I liked it a lot. Very cute. I would say it's kind of on the lines of Kirby, where it's like maybe not worth the sixty bucks, but I felt like I got more out of it than I got out of Kirby. It's easy, right? It's very that's easy. That, yeah. There's a few challenging stuff, you know, levels towards the end. Other than that, I think the boss fights are great. They're a highlight. I think they're really fun. And it's a very cute, well-made game. I would say that. It's very good. I liked it a lot more than Wally, uh, Wooly World. So Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I need to play more of that. I think I want to play it for like two or three hours now. And uh, I would figure I'll just play through it. It, it is... I feel like I kind of go, I don't know, I'm playing it and it's, it looks, it looks cool. I like the art style is cool and everything. It's kind of blurry, but we established that in the demo. So we already kind of knew about that, but uh, like art style wise looks good. I just feel like it is easy to the point where I'm just kind of just rolling through it, I guess. I don't know. It didn't uh, ever get challenging until literally the last hour of the game. There were really? challenging okay. levels. It was very easy ride up to that. What point. I was hoping is it would do something like what Mario Odyssey did, which is, Playing through Mario Odyssey is easy, but then you get to the end game stuff and it's much harder. I they, was like the whole time they, I'm playing through Yoshi, I'm like, maybe there's like an end game where it's much harder or something there. So there is level challenges for certain levels. A lot of it's like, hey, go find this in a level. Hey, go find the hidden Poochie stuff like that. Uh, but after I beat the game, it did say that there's new challenges and actual new boss challenges, uh, which I haven't tried, but the, okay. it did unlock a bunch of new stuff at the end of the game. Okay. So. Yeah, I need to. I need to play more of that though. Um, it's a cute but, game. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's that Yoshi or Yoshi is basically Kirby, like you said from last year. It's yeah. gonna be a game that people probably forget about as we get into the, like the the back half of the year when everything comes out. Um, but if it was forty dollars, it'd be a solid pickup. I would say it's really worth it at that price. That's how I felt. That's how I felt about Kirby last mm -hmm. year. Exact same thing. And a lot of people forgot about Kirby. You know, like yeah. it kind of just kind of disappeared after we got into Pokemon and Smash and stuff. So it's this back half of this year is even more packed. I think people are just going to forget about Yoshi. And I don't know if it'll drop in price. Did Kirby ever really get down in price at all? I don't know. It, Maybe it's got, it's got a few discounts, but it's okay. still it. It Kirby sold steady throughout the whole year. I mean, I think it's over two two. Last time we heard it's like at two point something million. Uh, so. So, yeah, but I don't think I'm not sure if Yoshi's going to do as well. I know Yoshi does better here in the West and Japan. Kirby does way better than Yoshi. Mm. So yeah, I think yeah, Yoshi I, didn't do as well in Japan as Kirby did towards yeah. uh, the holiday season. I could see it really picking up just a little bit to, to stay in the charts a little bit, uh, especially if there is some new switch revisions or new people hopping over. It's definitely a good uh, a good holiday game i would say be i could, I could see that being like a black friday special at some point like yeah like they take it's like a 40 dollars game on black friday or a 30 dollars game or something uh from like a best buy or a GameStop just to fill out their switch discounts mm -hmm. um that would be an easy one to do that with so i think i think it's going to be similar to to kirby though when it, that came out so it should be pretty mm -hmm. cool uh i also played dark siders yeah because that, that i played that as well the embargo went up on Sunday for me. Yeah, so so I played it. Played Darksiders. You played it as well, OJ, on the Switch. Uh, what do you, what do you think of it? I thought it was really good. Um, I played the original Darksiders for a bit on like I think on the 360, and I mean I didn't have as positive impression about the game back then when I played it like a decade ago, mm -hmm. just because of some of the issues with the game. Um, but I remember being really excited for Darksiders two, and I played beat Darksiders two. Did not beat the first one. Played on about halfway through Darksiders 3. Like the game with the update, much better. But now that I've been playing Darksiders 1, 
I feel that this is probably the best Darksiders game. I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but Darksiders, I really, Darksiders one, yeah, Dark, I, I, Darksiders yeah. one is the best Darksiders game. So yes, far for I me. played, I, I played and beat it in two days when it came out on the 360 back in the day, and I mm. really liked that game. I got it again when the War Master Edition came out on PC, and then I just got it again now. And yeah, that Darksiders one is my favorite Darksiders game. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 a really good game. I just the style of it, how they do like the combat, like the just like the whole level layout, like the whole Zelda stuff that's inspired by it, and like. Uh, how like you can lift people into the air, the different type of uh, weapons and combinations of uh, attributes and skills you can get is absolutely fantastic. And I'm having a lot more fun with this version because I only played it on the 360 uh, back then, but this one runs a lot better, a lot smoother and everything. Yep. So it's it's definitely, a, it's a fantastic game. And I'm yeah, still working my they way were, through it. Yeah, Digital Foundry, the whole thing was showing it was like 60 frames and everything. So it's pretty good. Yeah, before I even watched that, like, people were asking me, okay, well, what's the frame rate? I'm like 60 with dips. That's that's what I said at the end. Because like you can feel some of the dips in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So 60 with dips. Um, I don't think the quality mode is even worth, in my opinion, it's not even worth playing. No, um, I just, I just did the, I just do the performance mode. Yeah. 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 It's not even worth playing because it's just like, why would you do this to yourself with this type of game with all these enemies? I mean, you probably want a good frame rate with it. So what's the, no uh, Nate, you played it too, right? You played Darksiders. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think about all that? Wait, did you play Darksiders back in the day? Yeah, I beat it on the 360. Uh, I was curious to see some people's first impressions on it. Um, but I think most people have had at least tried it at some point in time back in the day. Um, but you did, you did some comparisons on performance and uh, and and like yeah, the, the performance nice and uh, quality mode. Yeah, yeah, because we were we talked a bit about how we thought performance mode was just what it was basically the Wii U mode essentially like what it was on the Wii U but they just brought it over to the Switch and got better performance out of it and then the performance mode was like the PlayStation 4 version almost that runs a 60 and it just cut the frame rate in half um I don't know if you're through through looking at it more if you came up to a different conclusion with that but that's kind of what it felt like to me when we were talking about it yeah I mean kind of I mean you get the was it about 1080p or the high-end quality 30 frames a second locked, which isn't really a bad way to play because it's a locked 30 frames a second. I'd rather have it locked 30 than have something like fluctuate between 60 to 45 or anything. In performance mode, like OJ and you guys were saying, it's pretty much 60 or Digital Foundry got it down to like maybe like a 50. But yeah. I mean, I'll take the hit in resolution if it means a higher frame rate. But having the option for the player is good because neither option is really bad. No. You get what you want. You want to get better visuals and a lock 30 frames a second if that's all right with you then you have that option if you want a slight you know cut in resolution but 60 frames a second there's an option for you so i mean good on thq for actually giving players a choice i do like that that we're getting a lot of these like performance or like uh like quality modes and uh, i hope they keep doing that because um that's something thq nordic keeps dropping a lot of options into their games when they bring them out even sphinx has a ton of options from the pc so they keep dropping them in i'll be happy with that um, I think that's everything I played though this week. Did I miss any anyone else? Jordan, you play anything else other than Yoshi, or you just oh, steamroll that? I, I played a, a lot of something else besides Yoshi. Uh, it's a little game called Borderlands Game of the Year Enhanced uh, Edition, uh, which is a game came out almost ten years ago. Uh, Borderlands, one of my favorite games, and I was lucky enough to be at PAX during the panel when they announced the third game. They gave everyone their copies of all the games in 4K enhanced, all that stuff. So I've been playing it on the Xbox One X. It is great. The changes they made are great. They actually had, uh, I forget the name of the other team, but when the game starts up, there's another game company that pops up on there that I guess went in and did the is enhanced that blind, version. Is that Blind Squirrel? 
Yeah, that yeah. I knew they had Squirrel in the title. That's them. Uh, so they went in, they enhanced a lot of stuff, added a lot of cool new features that actually helped the game out from the other games, like having the mini map. Uh, a lot more small details were fixed. Uh, the game runs pretty solid. There is some screen tearing still uh, that that wasn't completely fixed. It comes and goes. Like sometimes it runs smooth, and then in certain areas with like a lot going on, it starts uh, tearing up. But that's just how the original game ran too. Uh, it's great. I'm having a blast playing through it again. Um, working on a big video for it, so I'm just trying to get through that whole game again. I'd be curious uh, how that works with because uh, the uh, the Xbox One X supports FreeSync, which is supposed to eliminate that, like screen tearing. I wonder if that would help that game. Has anyone tried that? That would that would be cool to see if that if like FreeSync on like a FreeSync monitor with the Xbox One X would actually eliminate that screen tearing. Hmm. Yeah. Be interesting, yeah. Because uh, like like I said, it's there, and then sometimes it's not there. Like there's mm. there's a good chunk of the game where like at least when I first started playing it for the first few hours, didn't happen once, and then in certain areas it picks up like a good amount, but then it goes away pretty quickly again. Uh, but it runs smoothly. I'm having a ba- uh, blast playing through it again, and uh, I'm really happy because I've this is what I've I've always wanted this game to have some sort of you know transfer like the other games did, like put it on current consoles, get an updated version for Steam, you know something awesome for it. So I'm glad they finally did something nice for it. I might go back and I might grab that, especially a physical copy because like I said, they're they seem harder to get right. They now. are hard to find. I haven't seen any in stores. I'm seeing I've been reading the comment section go by. Some people saying like their stores only got like up to four copies. So I definitely want to pick a physical copy up myself. Um, but no, it's great. I'm loving it. It's been a long time since I played the first Borderlands. So maybe maybe yeah. I should go back and check that out again. It it's was fun. I, I liked I liked the first Borderlands a lot, even though oh, yeah. I know people like the second one more. Technically, the second one is better, but something about the first oh. one it was just because first one first one means more to me and i and i love the first one to death it's my favorite out of all of them but the second is the best game it's the best built game it's the most stuff to do it's the more mm-hmm. fleshed out game uh and i will i will never say that the first game is better than the second one it just i like the first one better yeah maybe it's nostalgia i don't know <laughs> yeah. well the first one was something completely different back yeah. then i mean we're i mean if you started following the game back in like 2008 or like IGN, the old interviews and stuff like that. It was just like, yo, like, what was this? Like, this is a different type of game. We never saw anything like it, like this type of looter shooter. I mean, the closest thing was like, what, maybe like Mass Effect, but even then Mass Effect was not the same thing with the multiplayer. So I, I never saw anything like that, you know, 10 years ago. So I mean, you remember the first trailer when it came out? I mean, that was before they changed the art style and it was like, yeah, we're going to need a lot of guns. This is trailer just shows off a lot of guns, but it looked like any other shooter game. And then yeah. somewhere in development, they're like, hey, let's try this. And it stuck and they liked it and it became its own su- personal thing. I'm pretty sure, Jordan, back when you were like, what, three or four when that game came out, your mom right. went to, did, she, did she buy that for you? Or <laughs> yes, when I was three and four. Yeah, exactly. That's three when I got four it. years old or so? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, just, 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 just entering preschool. Yeah. Okay. I, I, well, I mean, how'd you get her to buy the game for you? That's what I want to know. Oh, no, I just said, mom, this game is, uh, it, it's like Mario. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> she doesn't look at the cover. She just puts some money on the counter. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let me go through the super chats. So we can start with some of our topics actually here because there is a lot of stuff that happened this week. Uh, Matthew Hammond said, uh, I wish Nintendo would have released a fake direct on April 1st announcing. Uh, oh, man. Could they do that? The uh, who you call it that was that was announced uh, or that was that's doing the Joker movie? What, Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Could they do that? Put him in as the Smash Bros. Ultimate as the Joker. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know if that that trailer was actually really good. By the way, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm liking that. I was not I was not expecting that. DC's uh, getting good at their stuff now. Aquaman's great. I just saw Shazam. That's great. Yeah, Shazam, Shazam was pretty good. Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested in that Joker movie though. It looks like it, it didn't look like a superhero movie or a supervillain movie at all when they were showing it. So I'm interested in it. Different take. Different take. Uh, Andy Ackerman, of course. Uh, then we have Big Yoshi with a dollar. No message. Uh, Riku Key Two. So everyone trying to get into the gaming market now. Think we'll see another video game market crash like in '83. Also, E3 is two months away. Hype. E3 is getting close. Getting very close, actually. It's getting dangerously close. But uh, we see another game. The only thing that would really make a, the market crash again are these live services, I would think, and these companies having to beat their numbers every single year, and they have to come up with new microtransactions and ways to do that. So that's the only thing I could think of is that they really struggle and have an issue there with like live service stuff. I would say, um, but maybe I don't know if you guys think there's anything else that would cause a gaming crash right now streaming games with that damage i don't know mm, i i think it's i think it's gonna probably be like these bigger corporations like mm-hmm. in ea and activision going too big for their britches you know like they're gonna keep expecting too much to the point where they're never gonna meet those expectations these companies need to really scale back what they need to do obviously they're gonna lose investor money at that point but they need to scale back start you know using less of a budget to produce these games you're not just letting everything go wild for like these big triple a games and then banking on these dlcs that come out or microtransactions they need to focus on what made them successful in the first place and that's mm. what's gonna i think that comes after the crash i think if we do get a crash it's because these companies go too far i don't think the streaming stuff i think that'll have its own crash but it won't ruin the market okay yeah i see what you're saying yeah well yeah. We're, we get to talk about ea a bit later tonight <laughs> oh man that's funny uh david valdez actually with the the big 25 uh saying give my weekly support great video spawn wave on the joy con issue i thought i was the only one due to that issue i've been playing my modded sega game gear psp and my nomad you have a game gear and a nomad you don't see nomads much anymore and if it's modded does that mean it has the screen in it because you can change the lcd out or the screen out and have a much nicer one um but the psp is like the best system to mod at this point. So if you got a modded PSP, you're probably good. But um, yeah, the Joy-Con video, uh, it was interesting to, to check it out some to see what the problem was with the drifting. Um, Mark says, uh, no more physical Starlink figures and the game sold best on Switch. Why not make Amiibo scannable as other crossover characters? That game should have just been a Star Fox game. They, they should have just, Nintendo and them should have come together and they should just just been all Star Fox. Like I don't know why that game was on other platforms because I don't I don't think it sold much of anything on other platforms. I, I think I think that the game they wanted to do it before this, which was probably even more of in development, right? And I know that they really wanted to do the Star Fox stuff, and Reggie kind of suggested that they do that. But I think that they tried the Toys the Life thing. You know, I made a video on Starlink too, and I was and personally I feel that. It, there's just, I mean, John, you talked about it too. There's just, it's, the game's just not complete. Like you've got to buy all these toys yeah. or the digital. It's like you buy the most expensive version of the game and it's still incomplete. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. buy $79.99 for the Star Fox thing at, at launch or it was, uh, I, think it was I think it was, I think it was 75 for me. It was in the yes. 70, it was in the 70s though. Yeah. yeah. 70 something dollars with the Star Fox. Oh, you don't have everything. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently there's like a gravity gun. I never had it in the game, and there are parts where it was like shoot it with your gravity gun. Yeah, you there's, think... also, there's all Sorry. sorts of cool weapons that you that you have to buy digitally. Like you can't just unlock them. If the game was complete and normal from the beginning, I think it would have done a lot better. Or like you're saying, John, if it was just a Star Fox game to begin with, then all the content it would have done better. Uh, better. So you would have you would think that since that's an Ubisoft game that 
after how successful Mario and Rabbids was that Nintendo would have been like, listen, we're going to fund as much as we can for this game. Let's make it a Star Fox game with your other characters and let's try something new here again since that game did so well. Even if it was later in development, you know, I feel like Nintendo should have stepped in and worked with them on that. And that game probably would have done a lot better and have seen more longevity if it would have oh, yeah. gone that way. Oh yeah, I think it would have been busted way, right? though. Like they they would have had to blow the structure up because I I wouldn't want it to be a Star Fox game. Then there's like exclusive weapons and stuff like that. So the the structure of the game and how it works is busted. So yeah, I agree that would have been cool. But then they would have had I think they would have had to change quite a number of things in how the yeah. game operates. Sure. Yeah, they would have they would have had to come in and like yeah really change it. But that team probably could have made a good Star Fox game alongside Nintendo. So yeah, I mean you never know. They still could. I think they still could. That engine, Snowdrop engine's good. Um, like they they can do it. They can make a Starlink two and actually make it like a with everything in there because the gameplay is solid. It just needed a little bit more variety, which it's getting. You know, it's getting more of that, and it needed just more of the Star Fox stuff. Like you can use all the different Star Fox team members and all that, and the games. But the game is solid. The ba- the groundwork is there for a good Star Fox game or a good Starlink two. You know. Yeah. I think they could. I think they could do that. Uh, so uh, who knows? Maybe Ubisoft and uh, Nintendo decide to do that. That'd be cool. I'd be I'd be in for that. Uh, no more Toys for Life stuff, though. I think the Toys for Life yeah. stuff. I think that's passed us by at this point. It's dead. Think. Absolutely, it's dead. It's, um, it's I dead. I feel like the Amiibo stuff's kind of slowed down, re- like kind of recently. I don't know. I, I don't know a lot of people that go out and. I don't know how many people get really excited for Amiibos like they used to. Like when the Amiibos first came out, man, those things were crazy. Um, Nintendo hasn't really been using it like they used to, too. Like, I mean, like yeah. Smash Brothers, like they've completely toned down on their marketing for Amiibo for Smash. It's just like, okay, we have them here, but they they weren't they were promoting it hardcore with Smash Brothers back in 2014, you know. Like, whereas now they're just like, oh well, you know, they're there if you want them, you know. But they're not promoting it like they used to promote Amiibo with Smash. Sure, yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, let me let's move over here. We'll come back to the super chats in, in a bit. Let's move over to uh, some of the topics because I, I talked to a couple of you about the labo vr stuff because that was really interesting uh randomly the other night nintendo said hey that labo vr kit at the end of this month april 25th you'll be able to play through all of breath of the wild apparently with the vr goggles being compatible i don't really know how well it's going to work or how it's going to work uh and then you can also play mini games i think it was like three mini games and mario odyssey and i saw that and i said what that's kind of surprising because it's so early on in the labo vr's life whereas before it took it was it was months and months after the uh, variety kit came out that mario kart was added in they're going right away it's like mario and zelda so let me ask this i know there's people who i talked to here who were not interested in labo vr are you now interested in labo vr because they're doing zelda breath of the wild in vr yes and no not yes really. or no? <laughs> not, not really, but I'll try. I mean, I'm a content creator, so. Well, it's for, I mean, it's, it's it's forty bucks, right, to get into the Labo VR goggles headset. Uh, I wonder if people are going to look at that and say, you know what, it's it's worth forty bucks to me to try it out I, and see I, what Zelda looks like in VR. I'm gonna try it just because, yeah, just because it's so cheap, you know. So I'll try, but I'm not a VR. I'm not a VR dude at all. Like I, I really dislike VR. So <laughs> yeah. So I've heard from your partner. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard. 
uh, <laughs> the only the only thing like, I, I'm interested for the fact of what other games could use it. Like this gives me hope that like for a Metroid Prime trilogy VR or Metroid Prime Four has VR sections. Like that would be more interesting to me than you know a Mario or Zelda in VR. But I'm curious that they're you know they're they're jumping right off the bat with like hey you know you can play these games in VR you know and check it out. Yeah, it, it makes me wonder if they're a bit more serious about VR than we originally thought they were they were going to be. It, it's it's interesting for them to take what are some of their best-selling games on the Switch and all of a sudden throwing it at Labo VR. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bit weird to me. Let me let me ask let me ask Nate. Nate, are you interested now in VR? I mean, I'm no more interested in it now than I was before the announcements. Okay, so you're 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 still not really that interested then, because <laughs> you were you weren't really interested. In that. I mean, I guess you kind of you were I curious mean, about it. it. It's more of a curiosity thing, but I think that's even the case now for most people. It's oh, I can try this Mario Odyssey content. I can try Breath of the Wild in VR, but then after ten minutes, you're going to get that fill, and you're probably never going to touch it again. That's my that's my thought here is you have to still hold it up to your face, right? Yeah, you're supposed to play like this. I, I, and like, how do you... Yeah, like, I don't understand how that part Joy-Cons works. have the the gyrometer. That's going to be... The Joy-Cons measure your motion. So you well, can't the, 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 play the, without that unless the, you have it strapped to your face and you have a pro controller. And uh, There yeah, has this, to be some strap now they have to sell because it doesn't sure, make sense. I'm pretty sure the Switch itself has has gyro as well, like the actual tablet does. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it does. Because there's actual Labo uh, parts with the variety kit that I have, where you don't have the Joy Cons attached, but the the tablet itself still uses gyro. So I yeah. that's why I re- I originally thought that as well, Nate. And then I remembered that I had uh, uh, some of those Labo mini games that use the the tablet itself in like a gyro tilting like fashion. Um, that's what I thought though. I was like, well, do you have to hold it there? Or because I'm thinking people are just going to fashion up a a band or something, right? Like to hold it. Well, well, the doesn't Nintendo have to do it? Nate, Nate, I mean, John, don't, doesn't Nintendo have to make a... You can't play Zelda like this. I mean, they should sell at least a plastic shell. if they. Go, I mean, that's where people say, oh, does this mean Nintendo series about VR? No. If they were, <laughs> they'd be a plastic shell. Instead, it's a cardboard box that you put a switch into, and they say, hold it up to your face, like goggles, and play a game. Yeah, I'm going to play Breath of... Who's... I mean, realistically, these are gamers. Nobody has the arm strength to hold up the <laughs> to their face for an hour. I don't know. OJ's looking pretty jacked right now. <laughs> I've, been you... tra- I've been training all my life for this, guys. I can't <laughs> wait for my moment. His asymmetrics are through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> what if you lay on your back, though, Nate, and you're, like, holding it that way? You know what I mean? Like, lay down on, like, a couch or a bed or something, and you're holding it to your face that way. It's still stupid. <laughs> it's just... it's a, I mean, I think it's just... I think it's brilliant marketing by Nintendo because they have people interested. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna spend the I'm gonna spend forty dollars on this VR kit, the introduction one. I'm gonna play Breath of the Wild in VR, and twenty minutes later, that kit's going into the closet, and they're never yeah. playing Breath of the Wild again in VR. You realize that's just Labo in general, right? <laughs> like yeah. the variety kit was cool, and then I was like, well, that was half an hour. All right, <laughs> it'll make great content. That's for sure. People trying it out. You can watch people looking stupid with it up to their face. Yeah, but well, I think you, you can't stream it because you can't even show the game. So it's gonna be like I'm playing for a while. Like I'm taking your word on it. I can't. You have to take the. You have to somehow shove the dock in there, and you have to walk around connected in. Like, how does it look, guys? Nate, Nate can get it though. You can capture that footage, man. 
Yeah, I can get some undocked VR footage. <laughs> it's gonna just be two screens that look like little circles, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be literally jacking into the Nintendo Matrix when he captures footage from having this stupid card more than your portable capture card. Like, how is that even gonna work? <laughs> oh man, I think that's funny because, like, at least with like um, PlayStation VR, I can still capture footage and everything. Yeah, it can uh, also just rest on your head. Yeah, you know what's interesting? I think the Switch with cardboard and everything will actually weigh less than the PlayStation VR. Yeah, yeah. but at least you can hold your hands at your waist. And yeah, play I wonder, even, like, dude, somebody, dude, somebody's making like a, a strap or something like something. Yeah. They're making well, something. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm taking a belt and just wrapping the belt around my head <laughs> and holding it to it. I mean, there's some like crappy VR headset already out there for the Switch that like Nintendo Life did a review of, but I mean, no game supported it at the time. So I guess you could just use that. And I was wondering games. about that. Would that work? Or or I don't know if it Nintendo should. was doing some weird thing with the lenses in there, or some pattern or something. But I think it's literally just two lenses that you put into the cardboard. Well, it depends. I think how the Labo VR works is that you can play with the two images and then you put in the glass lenses that would make it into a 3D VR effect or there's just a 2D mode. Okay. Okay. So um, if you actually had a plastic shell from like gear vr that could somehow house the switch you could actually already strap that to your head yeah there's a couple of them like that i think uh i know nintendo did one where he had like the full like vr uh yeah, headset like but it was yeah. like a tablet one um so people have done it so i wonder if you just need that but you need the labo no because that's just gonna be an update i would say you need the labo software yeah. but that part's just gonna be an update so yeah you don't need you don't actually have to buy the labo kit or software at all for breath of the wild or mario as long as you have something to you know strap to your face oh there you go so we're good then all right oh huh. well good to, good to hear good to hear uh people can try it out that way i mean I, i'm i think most people still get it because apparently that labo vr the, the the goggles jumped to like the top of amazon or something for sales so i think it's still gonna sell well enough but I do wonder if Nintendo's going to take that and say, "Look how good our VR is selling, our VR headset selling," I mean, and they I mean, they'll put it next to Vive and everything. To ToyCon one, ToyCon one sold like over a million. So, well, they're shooting for the PlayStation VR was three million sold, right? So they shoot four million. So they shoot for something like that. You think that they'll release a uh, a standalone kit where it's just a piece of cardboard as the strap? It's like you take this cardboard, cardboard and you just strap, strap it to it. Dude, they release stickers. <laughs> oh, well, okay, so then yeah, we'll get a cardboard. Or they strap. release stickers for your labo kit, and it was called uh what was it called? It was some, it was some hilarious thing. It would have been like the decoration kit or something. And you open it up, it was just stickers. This is literally <laughs> them just recycling stuff around the office at this point. They're just seeing what <laughs> I think they're just seeing what they can get away with with that. <laughs> like, hey, don't throw those out. We can turn it into a labo kit. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's uh they they'll probably yeah, they'll probably come out with something that you just tie to it, or it'll be like a hole punch in like a rubber band or something when you open up the box. <laughs> I oh office supplies <sighs> the game. I don't know because it's it makes no sense to hold it up. You're gonna you're not gonna do that for a while. It's it's it just doesn't make sense. So we'll I see mean, what it, happens with that. It's a way for them to sell some of these kits, and it worked. Yeah, it, it does. I think the intrigue and the curiosity is there, but I don't think it'll go beyond like you said, Nate. Like, like I don't think anyone's gonna play all the way through Breath of the Wild in VR. Well, there's no point because as far as I can tell, it's just going to be a camera. It's just you looking around and like a yeah, camera. it's oh. a third person camera. Yeah. Yahoo. I mean, 
Cool. I get to look up at the sky, which I can do with my analog stick. It's like, uh, <laughs> but this close to your face. Yeah, at 720p and 30 frames a second in VR. I don't know that resolute. Like when they showed it on that trailer, it looked kind of it looked kind of low resolution. Like you could kind of see the like. I just like around that. It just looked, yeah. I, mean, I just assumed that was Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see when it comes out. We don't have to wait that long. I mean, the thing's out next week, right? The VR headset. What is it oh. coming out? The twelfth? Twenty. Well, the VR headset is. Is it this week? It's the twelfth, right? So it's next. It's next week. Yeah. Then the update's like the twenty fifth. Yeah. So there you go. Next next week we'll be talking. Next Spawncast we'll be talking about VR headsets. And how many people didn't buy one? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go pick one out. We'll go. We'll go try it out. I'm not getting the full thing because they didn't do Pokemon. Although. I won't buy it, and then they'll do Pokemon Snap for the camera. How did they not do that? That would have that would have sold a tremendous amount of those. That would be brilliant if they can release that somehow in the summer. Get that out there. That's what's going to really sell it. Even anyone who's hating on it, I see everyone in the chat right now. They're saying, "Yeah, Pokemon Snap VR, like that's the thing that's going to make them spend forty dollars to go and get." You know, uh, well, VR. you'd have to you'd have to buy the edition too, so they would have to spend well, sixty because the thing's like twenty. So they got you for another twenty bucks just for that Ooh. camera. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. You're done. Telling you. Yeah. <laughs> People would buy that like crazy too. Oh, I'm I'm right. in. I'm in. And the best part of it all is we get to see Sean try to build the headset. It's it's a box. He just has to like insert like you say that, but <laughs> no. <laughs> Never underestimate Sean. In this. It's a shoe box. How hard can it be? Prepare to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> For the four hour charity stream. Oh, it's man. gonna be a good stream. When is that? I don't know. Yeah, we have to talk to Sean because I want him to get the full kit where he has to build everything. The bird, the elephant. You see, he he might, oh, <laughs> can't wait for the elephant. He does not want to do that. He, he does. Of course he doesn't. Do <laughs> but it's for charity. He didn't want to do it for a whole episode, but we talked him kind of into it. So we have to make sure oh, he follows through. That's great. Uh, that'd be that'd be awesome. Um, we'll we'll see. Uh, Evan, you said we had a Discord question for for the VR stuff. A couple. Uh, okay. With the Odyssey and Breath of the Wild support, do we think Nintendo Labo's VR is in with a shot for outselling the PlayStation VR? Uh, probably. I don't. I not, really not don't think they're going to sell five million. Of them. I don't think they'll sell that many of these things, uh, unless they attach Pokemon to it. Yeah, <laughs> not, uh, not with these titles. Maybe. Like, it has it's to be something significant and ongoing. Like it has to be a Pokemon title, and then it has to be like every upcoming game has some VR support, especially yeah. like a Metroid or a Luigi's Mansion or something. Like that would be really cool if that's how they're going to keep selling it. But if they don't, if it's just like, hey, you remember Mario? You can go back and look at it in the VR. You know, like that's all right. That's not worth the mm -hmm. forty for me to pay. But Pokemon, yeah, absolutely. All day. They should they should ask if it'll outsell like the Vive or the Oculus. Then I might be like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but uh then, then think, I, yeah. Go ahead. I think go at over. forty at forty dollars though, man. I mean, if they kept on like adding like the most popular titles, even if it was just little things, and then like a Pokemon snap or something like that, I think it could easily outsell because it's only forty dollars. Because that's the thing, like it's super cheap as hell. I mean, like people bought like the Wii Balance board, a stupid Wii Fit. <laughs> you know, I, I liked it, but dude, they sold like 40 million, man. So, I mean, like people will buy, like, if you can latch onto a gimmick and it works and it's like cheap or people feel that it's like a good price. I mean, like people might buy it, but like, they'd have to, like Jordan said, they'd have to add like a lot of support, like, like a ton be, of support. It'd be real. It'd be interesting if they get to a point where like a year from now or so, where they just start bundling that with the switch. Like you just, you get a little cardboard VR headset thing that you put together. Uh, that'd be a way to move them, but I'd be curious if they can do it 
for a PlayStation VR uh, just because of price alone. But um, I don't I, I don't know. I think I think PlayStation VR will probably stick around as the top like VR headset. And then we go to the next year when they'll probably release the second one. I, that might actually launch alongside the PS5. So we'll see. Yeah, I think they have a chance to if, if Sony comes out strong with a really good revision, a smaller uh, more condensed but even wireless you know like that would be yes. that's what's gonna win if it's wireless it's smaller like that that's what's gonna make it we've still using, outsell. we've been using this current playstation vr for what feels like forever now like they had little revisions for hdr pass through but for the most part it's the same thing so mm-hmm. i'm i'm looking forward to what they do with a full-on like psvr2 so very excited yeah uh what's what's uh you said we had another one evan it, this one seems like a little confused but it seems to be that he thinks they're going to support the vr going way forward into their future mm-hmm. maybe who knows uh do you think that if that's the case we would sort of need the switch pro to be able to keep following the vr forward yeah i'd say so yeah yeah probably i mean um it, what's interesting about that though is it'd be mostly about screen i assume so it'd go to like a 1080p screen to do that and even that's kind of low, although I guess that's technically what the PSVR uses. Um, but they, yeah, the Pro would help. So I, I, I think the Pro makes sense, even if it's a revision that's smaller, like a new 3DS jump. It would still only help. Would so. they still allow it on like the original though? Oh, like, I mean, I, I mean, sure. You, <laughs> it's they're your eyes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't see why. I mean, they, they, they still sell a 240p screen in the. You know, what the, the, the 2ds xl 3ds XL, whatever so i don't think they'll i don't think they'll stop but it's probably not ideal so uh do we have any other discord questions for vr evan uh that's it for vr cool all right sounds good so we also had p5s the url went live saying that there will be more information uh april 25th which i don't know if that's i don't know if that's japan or our time I assume it's Japan time since it's in since it's uh, Atlas's website and everything. Yeah, um, so that would probably be on our side the twenty fourth, probably Wednesday, uh, like late at night or something. Um, but but I was very interested to see this because we saw them. How many URLs have they registered now? They have so many, right? We know they had P five R, so we see yeah. P- then we we know they have P five S, and I feel like they have just a, a ton of these other URLs, but. They've registered the whole alphabet, probably. Yeah, that's what I was like, I was like I everything. Uh, but P5S is now registered, and we're going to find out what it is at the end of the month. So the obvious thing is the Switch version. Is that what, what we all think it is? I've actually received exclusive information that it's Persona 5 dancing into the Switch night. So, I mean, I think that's what we're going to – it's going to be dancing all Switch night. So okay. dancing game switch confirmed. Great title. <laughs> oh man, that would be an interesting reaction to see. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I think I think the S is uh, besides meaning switch and, and and different from you know like royal right where royal is actually Persona Five Plus. Basically, there's more things. Mm-hmm. I think the Switch version with that S could be like the the Dragon Quest game that just has an S at the end of it, just because it's S, and that's how you know it's the Switch version. So maybe the S is just, that's all it is. It has an S at the end of it, and we're all just thinking way too much about it. Or it is some exclusive sidestep or extra stuff just for a Switch port of it that has the game, and then some that's different from the Royal version that's coming out. Uh, so 
who knows? I could, I could see it getting some exclusive stuff similar to what it, Dragon Dragon Quest it, is getting. It could, it could be, especially if you believe what was going on with the Best Buy leaks, because Best Buy had it that Nintendo was publishing the game. Yeah. You know, so if Nintendo's publishing it, I would think that they paid for something because Dragon Quest heroes or sorry not dragon, uh, dragon quest builders one dragon quest builders two both of those were um but dragon quest builders one was distributed and handled by nintendo here in the west dragon quest builders two even though that's being published by uh, square enix here in the west uh nintendo's publishing the nintendo switch version of that game and there's exclusive content in that game as well dragon quest 11 as well exclusive content so if nintendo's the publisher if that leak is real then there's that i don't think it's just going to be the vanilla version i think there's going to be something extra i wouldn't be yeah, shocked costume. if they if they if they came to some kind of agreement where Nintendo publishes it in like North America and stuff in the West. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know in Japan, it might just be Atlas Sega that it, does it maybe. It, yeah, it, it might just be, I yeah. mean, it might just be because like, you know, there's been similar things that happen with other switch games that where Nintendo handles it here in the West. And then they... I can see them. I can see them going out and getting that. Like if it's, if it's right there and they're like, Hey, if you publish it in the West, we'll, we'll do it. Um, I, I think Nintendo would make that move on persona five. Um, they'll probably make, so persona also, Cross Persona Five also crossed two point four million units sold, and it's now part of the PlayStation twenty dollar uh, selects. So, with I, that, were you guys impressed with that? I mean, I was that for Persona yeah, Five. I, I don't know. They said ship two point four million, and I'm looking at it like, man, like I know that's the best that a Persona or Shin Megami Tensei game has oh, ever done, yeah. but it just, it, man, it just seems it seems a bit low for me. With considering that game's been on discount for how long, I know it's just going to the twenty, but like, and the install base, I mean. I mean, you're talking about like the PS3 too. Like that's mm-hmm. like three yeah. PS3 and PS4 install base. I don't know. I just well, wish it did maybe a little bit better. If it know. comes to the Switch and it, that's all true and all good and Joker's coming out just alone on the Switch, it's going to surpass those numbers just because everyone who wants to play Joker, everyone who's interested in it, a large portion of those players are just going to buy it just because of the character. You know, I, I don't think it's going to do the most ridiculous numbers, but I think it has the possibility to just shoot up the charts by itself because of that crossover. I think the, the problem, the problem you run into with the persona series in general and persona five is it's already a niche game. And then you also make it a mature rated game. And I think mm, it, yeah. it, I think you start to really have trouble at retail with that. But yeah. uh, I mean, 2.4 million for that. I mean, that's, that's the best by a lot. I believe in the persona easily. series. By e- like easily, easily the best. The last, the last one was, I, I mean, if you count, Persona 4 Golden plus Persona 4. If you count those two, it's right around in the same ballpark. So Persona 4 is the last one that did anywhere near. I think it's probably in the same ballpark if you count Persona Persona 4 in general. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see when that when that comes about because Persona 5 the Royal is gonna get some more information too, right? And then that'll happen, and then maybe Joker, I guess, will get revealed for Smash right around that time. It's hard to say, but. If someone someone just said in the comments so if if sony's trying to be a little, little shifty here it's like oh yeah we'll put it on greatest hits so it's like 20 dollars now when the full price version comes out in nintendo like oh you want to pay 64 how we got it for 20 so oh yeah yeah that, i mean that's you know it's that's, that's, not a, that's, that's something sony would do i'd believe it it's, i mean it's been out for so long too i mean you were able to get it on amazon several times now for like 25 bucks mm-hmm. um it was very easy to find it on discount but them adding it there is good though because that was that was help with the the game down the road and then they'll do this you know the royal and stuff and and then they're gonna do well they, they have a good thing going there with persona 5 um so um but it'll be a while before we see persona 6 or anything like that at this point i think 
Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think I don't. I, the only other thing I thought it could be was something with cell phones. <laughs> that's, a, that's the only thing I think of the Persona Five S. Um, but I think most people figure it's something with the Switch. Um, mostly because we've uh, we've talked about it here as well, and it's been rumored for what feels like forever. It's a pachinko machine. Yeah, it's a pachinko. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it could also be Persona Five Stadia. So keep that in mind. Oh yes, yes, very you important. Know? Exclusive it to Stadia. It, it could happen. It could happen. Uh, it, and then uh, it could also be, I guess, a PC version, technically, couldn't it? Yeah, it could. Some of the rumors, uh, it, it could be. It yep, could be no. all of those things. Yeah, man. Going to the Epic Store exclusively. Epic Store exclusively oh, man. for six months. <laughs> that would hurt some people. <laughs> uh, a lot of people. <laughs> Evan, what's the uh, what's the Discord question for Persona, man? Oh, we got a classic will it come to the Switch uh, question here. <laughs> Persona 4 Golden, what are the chances? So I heard there are rumors about Persona, 5, uh, Persona 3 and Persona 4, right? That are supposed to be going yeah. to other spots. I don't, I don't know why you would do that, but I guess they could i mean if persona 5 is showing up you figure they want all the attention on that i mean i i guess but a later release not now i mean it'd be but that'd be so weird you just got persona 5 and it's like oh here comes persona 4 now and 3 and I, this I, I mean we just like... released final fantasies like all the older final fantasies people are yeah, buying them up so it's like yeah, really didn't they it. put out like eight and nine before they put out seven yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing they can go in random but orders. This should have happened a long time ago, though. Like, like Persona, You're not wrong, but <laughs> this should. I mean, Persona Four is that is two thousand eight, I think, for that game. Persona Four, Persona Three, even before that. Like, where were they all in the PS3 era? There's like they were literally making one game. They're making Persona Five in the whole PS3 era. Yeah. Like, you cannot trust Atlas and Sega to sit there and make normal business decisions when it comes to. When it comes to the Persona brand, I mean, look at all the old Shin Megami Tensei games. Where are they? They're making Strange Journey on DS or 3DS or whatever. I mean, like, look at the stuff that they do. So, I mean, I wouldn't bank on them doing anything like. Oh yeah, like what, happened that. That, like, what happened to that Shin Megami Tensei game? That's they're still happening. they're they're having trouble. De- it seems like they and nicely put. They're having trouble developing it, like HD development. Uh, got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they have trouble with Persona HD development, and now they're having a, they're running into a few issues here and there. With but it's still coming. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, and also, I don't know what what's up with their. They keep announcing announcements, don't they? Am I missing? Right? Yes. Okay. Okay. I thought I was like I thought I was going crazy. I'm like Announce, announcements of announcements. Like I said, their PR team is in, their PR team's horrible. Sega's Sega's horrible in so many regards. I, I can go on a rant forever about this, but okay. like Sega's horrible when it comes to they they announce announcements like, hey, we're going to announce something, and then when it comes to the day, oh, we're going to announce something something else on another day. That this is what they do all the time. They did that all throughout the Persona Five marketing announcement of announcement of announcement of announcement, and then finally in 2017, oh, here's the game. Oh, by the way, it's delayed from the Japanese release. You have to wait till it was released in 2016 in Japan. Wait. However many months, oh, we're going to delay that in America. So it's just like, they are interesting. I just don't understand why they, having two different announcements on two different days, why not just have one big announcement where you're like, here's what R is, here's what S is. Like, why are they They have an event going on then, I believe. I'm trying to remember what it's called. They, I thought they had on a live P live concept. Yeah. They have something going on. Yeah, Jordan. It's some event Mm. or something they're doing. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I think it's like one, like the first day they're going to talk about. Persona 5, the Royal, I guess. Second day is going to be P5S or whatever. And then mm-hmm. uh, Joker and Smash. I don't know. Who knows? Um, let me go through some of these uh, Super Chats, then we'll, we'll get into a few other things, including uh, Jordan's favorite game right now, Borderlands 3. <gasps> <Yes. laughs> but not a good topic about it. 
Yeah, no, not a good topic. <laughs> not a good topic about it. Good topic. K nineteen said I was more hyped for the Siva Gunner direct. How did you do that spawn wave? Seriously, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do any April Fool stuff. It was all, all <laughs> business on April Fools. All business. <laughs> I just reporting on directs, man. That's all I'm doing. Uh, uh, Brian said, uh, should Bioware let let go of their management staff? Oh, okay. We're gonna. Actually, Brian, you know what? That's a good question. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that soon in, in a segment coming up. But I will I will hold that question for that uh, because we're gonna be talking a bit about Bioware and EA because that's a that's a whole thing on its own too. Um, Wishbone uh, said, "Have you guys signed up for the Halo Reach beta on PC?" I have and doing a beta. Uh, there's a there's a beta going on. Um, I know they're doing, I think they're doing it on Xbox for insiders as well. But mm. they have betas going on. Yeah. So the word is they're gonna try to get actually quite a bit of the halo stuff out for pc this year i hope so i want reach as soon as possible yeah that's gonna be really cool that's gonna be cool um and then uh oh F- false icon says maybe a 300 switch pro without a dock i mean i could see him selling bundles without docks just to get rid of them to save money but i mean that's that pro is is gonna either be really expensive or it's gonna be a very small jump and it'll be the same price as like the current one. Mm-hmm. Uh Nintendo just to the dollar. No message, thank you. Uh whoop says, are there any games besides one oh one two switch that use the IR? Yes. Resident Evil Revelations 2 uses the IR for reloading. I'm trying to think of anything else. What else uses the IR pointer? Or just the IR in general, because other stuff would be gyro, like World of Goo, I think it was gyro um and then of course any of the other gyro stuff but i don't know if anything else uses ir i think i think it's just resident Evil revelations 2 maybe somebody in the chat can actually mention uh another one i think it's just that um k19 says i'm getting the lab ovr and painting red virtual boy 2 you know what there's gonna be a lot of people coloring and doing all kinds of stuff to their uh to their labo so i don't i don't blame you that'd be funny uh, I mean, closer to launch they'll probably show off the red stickers you can just put on it dude, they're gonna sell so many stickers man <laughs> oh yeah uh and then francisco says uh that is not the point of vr you don't see the game through link's eyes just move the camera with your head not worth it in my opinion so that would be so yeah you're, you're saying you're like that you're when you're looking around you're basically controlling the camera um which you kind of do the same thing in astrobot and i believe yeah. moss as well so there is at least some uh some ways you'd use vr for that but i am thinking they just work this in as the camera so i get what you're saying on that uh, but there have been some good third person uh implementations of vr but i just i think this is them just saying free update here you go you can look around in in hyrule now yeah platformers from a distance like in vr like astrobot or stuff like that actually are really really cool ways to play uh you know platforming games like i i could see it kind of like if it was like the full mario experience i can see that kind of working for like a 2d mario that you're seeing from a new perspective but for like Zelda, I, have, I just have a really hard time picturing how it's going to be like because you're used to the camera locking on so you'd actually see the yeah. enemies. But like you're going to be like this a lot. And it's, I don't know, it just kind of seems like it'll be, you know, you get a little little woozy, you know. Uh, and then I, Dr. Pep says, I'm out here wishing Persona 5 would come to PC. Um, it kind of is on PC. You just got to emulate it, I guess. Uh, but I don't know if I mean, they they made a big deal about it showing up on PC through that emulator. So you never know. Maybe. Maybe they do move Persona 5 to PC. That'd be cool. Uh, it would actually do really well on Steam as well. Or do really well on Epic Store. I don't know. Exclusive. So let's, uh, Yeah, exclusive. Oh, man. Uh, let's talk about those Best Buy leaks. 
<laughs> what Best Buy leaks? Yeah, Best Buy, never, man. Again, never heard of it, son. Best Buy, Best Buy is getting a, a bit... Uh, uh, Taking a page out of Walmart's book? Getting a bit loose of the secrets over there, man. Um, they first... What are they... In the beginning of the week, they leaked Joker's... Like, uh, his his look, essentially. His, his rendering is what it seemed. Then they slapped a big sticker over it, essentially, on the on the on the advertisement that was put up, which was really funny. And then they started leaking all kinds of stuff in their system. And people went on after this quick because people started finding them. Warrior 64 is finding a bunch of these. Uh, we had linked to the past, which was a weird one. Um, we had Metroid prime trilogy, which was pretty funny. I, I liked that one a lot. Uh, but what, what were your guys, what were your guys take on this? Cause then we also had persona five on the switch published by Nintendo. I, I'm only surprised really by, a link to the past and we're going to try to determine what that is but metroid prime trilogy i know nate was excited to see that pop up <laughs> yeah that was nice <laughs> i mean you, you you rolled in that thread quick you're like it's about time showed up somewhere he had that copy and pasted in a notepad mean, just waiting <laughs> it should have friggin' appeared like five months ago <laughs> yeah it should have it should have uh but i think I think we'll see Metroid Prime Trilogy hopefully soonish. So uh, I was telling Nate, I was like, Redemption's coming. It's coming. <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption's coming? What did you just say? Oh, man. This ain't an Australian <laughs> lister. Uh, that's uh, that's 15, a whole thing. I, I can't believe that. cartridges, up. dude. I can't wait. I can't believe that I got picked up as much as it did. I don't know if people realize the size of Red Dead Redemption 2 file size. Three, uh, like, like I was just saying, it'd be like 15 cartridges and three of them are just install cartridges. They'll, they'll give you 15 carts that still make you download half the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, that game is a hundred plus gigabytes. So it's not small. You can, even if they maxed down, got like the biggest card you could get, like it's not even close. They, I had to, there were two Blu-rays in my, in the, in the case for it. So they finally did it. They're like, you know what? Two, two Blu-rays for, for new gen console, current gen. I mean, it's crazy. Oh yeah. Uh Oh, did did I just break the whole chat by typing what I did? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as I hit enter, we killed (laughs) He He died. I'll I'll gonna freeze up on, podcast. on his own stream, man. He's gonna <laughs> it's like when I'm late to my own streams, really. I, we're late to this. He breaks his own stream. Now everyone's just a logo. I, I see me. I see Evan. He just came back. Sometimes. OJ's his logo. Okay, I see OJ now. Okay, wait, could people I see Nate. Nate. Okay, we're on stream again. Okay, we're, we're back. On, we're 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 on stream again. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, no, we're back. We're back in. I think we're back in. Yeah, are we back on the stream now? <laughs> that was nuts. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> yeah, happened. Yeah, it's my show now. <laughs> I were, was... you the, were you the only one in? I snapped my finger and killed this damn thing. <laughs> were you the only one that was like left in the in the? No, we all no. got kicked out. But I apparently was the first one back. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. For some reason, it just stopped. Google Hangouts just like had a loading circle for a while, and then all of a sudden it kicked back. Uh, I have no idea what happened with Google Hangouts. Well, I guess you finally put the term spawn into motion. There you go. See, <laughs> it's all coming full circle. It only took 105 episodes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, what do we think? What do we think Link to the Past was in Best Buy's uh, system? Do we have any theories on what that was? Do we, do we think it's going to be in the same engine as uh, Link's Awakening? 
Well, I was also asking if it was a mistake, even too. Like, is that is that just something? I would. I'm going to entertain it as just a mistake. mistake. Okay. Okay. It's it's possible, but they already have a regular listing. Like, I understand someone getting confused, but don't they already have a full on listing for Link's Awakening? So it just would. It wouldn't make sense that they would have a second listing oh, completely different. I mean, maybe it's just like. A pre-order bonus for Link's Awakening. You get like a super NES copy of Link to the Past. That'd be cool. And it's just an internal listing. You know, like they have the internal listings for sure. like the steel cases, even though they don't sell them yeah. as a pre-order bonus. So it could just be something like minor like that. They actually do sell those steel books and they're expensive. I thought they were like five bucks. No, they, they when they can't get rid of them, they try to drop them low. But when they first come out, you can buy them by themselves for 20. But that Pokemon one still sells for 40 if you don't buy it with Let's Go. Oh, that's ridiculous. I know. There's nothing in it. It's just, <laughs> just a case. $40, nothing. It's like so, buying a Labo. It's like Labo. So I'll give you I'll give you a crazy theory, okay, what this could be. Um, we were, of course, using the NES online app for NES games, right? We had all those Super Nintendo games that were teased, and then they all disappeared. They were data mined out of it, probably because apparently it was using that same emulator as designed to, to run out all those games. And now they're gone. They just disappeared out of there. Uh, so either Nintendo realized people were looking at them and poking around and they moved them or hid them or whatnot. I was thinking about this. I said, what if there is still going to be a virtual console, but it's going to exist outside that NES app and the NES games are specifically for people who subscribe to the online service. And we just saw a card, essentially one of the ones you can go and buy off of the shelf that has a code that you scratch off and you go put it into your switch. And that's one of the virtual console games that we just saw. It could be. That's what some people were saying on the stream. They're like, maybe it's just like a box type of virtual console type of thing. You know, yeah, it's just like a card, and you get data, uh-huh. you, you scratch it off, and then you you pop it in. And they're going to sell these games separately from that NES online app. It could be. Some people were worried about um, the whole. I think it was like a Hong Kong like a leaflet or something. Say that Nintendo said they're going to stop the Nintendo Switch online NES games um, at some point. So, I mean, maybe they stop doing that and then they start doing Super Nintendo ones that you can buy in stores or have it on the online service. Yeah, that's I was I was just trying to pick out anything else that it could be. And that that's the only thing I think of was like, oh, maybe it's maybe it's if it's not a mistake, maybe it's simply like a um, like a like a code that you're buying to then redeem link to the past on your system. I just I I figured Super Nintendo games were coming and a lot of people we were all figuring that there's going to add them to the NES app as like a you know a thing for uh, subscribers but I'm still trying to figure out how they would do that without not charging enough for that stuff because Nintendo of course wants to to charge quite a bit for some of their stuff virtual I mean how many times do they sell virtual console stuff so that's that was something I thought of there but I mean at that point it could just be a mistake as well like you're saying Nate um, we'll have to see. Hopefully we'll find out soon about that. Cause that one really, I'm really curious about what link to the past was, uh, but otherwise persona five switch. Anyone surprised? No, I, I assume not. No, uh, persona five and Metroid prime trilogy have been rumored for months. So them appearing is kind of a uh, nothing. Yeah. Wait, I mean, Metroid, me they're coming to the switch. I mean, Metroid's like <laughs> Metroid's like done. Like the trilogy thing is ready. Uh, so I'm hoping that means that it's, and then Best Buy has in their in their system, and they're showing it. I'm hoping that means that they're that they're just going to have it revealed soonish. But watch with our luck, it'll be revealed like in like a September direct or something. 
You know, like 2021 20, or something. I just want, well, I just want the game. I just want the trilogy. Uh, I, I want to see if they make any. Yeah, I hope it's, I hope it's like next week or something, whenever there's a direct. I mean, that'd be great. But if not, I think the latest we'll hear it is E3. Like, I think, like, I don't think we'll not hear it by E3. Like, I, we're definitely going to get it by E3, the announcement well, of it. What, um, does this, all right, so let me ask you this. Does this leak? Because I I I've, I was telling Nate as well. Usually when these things happen, it's because stuff has been added to the system, right? And they haven't like sorted or done anything. It's just kind of put out there because automatically added. Could this possibly pointing to a direct happening in the next week or two with some of these titles? I don't think it indicates a direct at all. I mean, it, you get stuff added to a system all the time. It doesn't mean anything. Because okay. it, it, I mean, I know some people try to say, "Oh, things are getting added to the system." And it's usually twenty-four to forty-eight hours ahead of an announcement. Well, obviously, that's already been debunked because it would have been announced by now. But they add things to the system. It could be a month early. Sometimes their products they think are going to happen, and then nothing ever happens. Because Best Buy and or even GameStop in their system, they still have Dragon Quest Heroes One and Two for Switch. Well, it's been two and a half years. It's yeah. still in the system. The game obviously isn't coming over. So I used to I used to work at Best Buy uh, a good amount of years back, and I actually knew someone who did uh, like knew a lot about the internal system. And when they usually put stuff in there that's not announced yet or doesn't have like an official release somewhere, like a Metroid Prime trilogy or Persona and all that, they would type it in as like a code name as a placeholder. Like they would put like P five. Uh, S like like they put stuff like very specifically in like coding instead of just like Persona Five S and type everything out, which is interesting to me. That's the thing that kind of caught me off guard because usually when I see stuff that shouldn't be out yet, when you can get to a link that shouldn't be out there, it's usually all in coding. You can usually make out what it means, but it's usually all in like abbreviated codings and release dates and all that stuff. Uh, so I don't know if it indicates a direct or anything, or if this is just them getting ready for stuff to be announced that they they heard is happening. I don't know. It, I've seen them add stuff before that at one point did exist, apparently, but then doesn't, and they mm. end up taking it out of the system. Uh, so it could be a million options here. But if we did get a direct this month, they've been there's been a direct every single month. Like it feels like it feels like Nintendo is just nonstop with these directs. Like what happened to like every once in a while? Now it's like. Boom, here's a Pokemon one. Here's a regular one. Here's a Nindies. Here's this. Like, that'd, that'd be quite a bit. I mean, yeah, we just always had that indie one, right? And then he won yeah. a Cuphead, so it didn't even feel like an indie one. Yeah, that felt like a big direct. That was yeah. really cool. So, I mean, they have to update things. They have to give like a release date to Mario Maker 2. Yep. You would assume they're not just going to do it on Twitter because it's one of their major releases for this for the first half of 2019. So, they should have a direct where they can really focus on the game, the new elements to it, hype they the game up beyond just. Hey, the game's coming out June twenty first. I mean, I'm gonna be honest the 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 magnitude of that game they could technically do a dedicated direct to Mario Maker two. They could they could say tune in for fifteen minutes of you know Mario uh, sure. Maker two or something because it's I mean when that game comes out with Nintendo's new policies of allowing creators and streamers and stuff to basically use the the games now without having to worry about getting claimed and stuff it's i think it's me bigger than the first one was when that came out absolutely oh, absolutely yeah so, yeah God. so annoying it, the first game was so annoying that you couldn't can't do anything really it, it's gonna be out of control like with that so i mean i'm looking forward to that because it's gonna be fun obviously i know bob uh wolf den was going crazy when i reminded him of that so he's gonna be playing it a lot and everything but 
I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. I I think you're right though, Nate. They need to. They're going to do a push on that going into the. They're not going to announce Mario Maker 2's release date at E3. No, because the game's going to be out. A week <laughs> it's or out two next later. week. <laughs> it's out next week. I looked up uh, the one this reminded me of um, was Mario Tennis Aces. It's smaller than Mario Maker 2, obviously, but that came out what like a week after E3 or something, and they announced the release date for that. I believe in March of last year. So we're we're like three weeks past when that was announced for release date. So if they're gonna tell us the release date, they would probably I, have to tell us soon. I think it may have been April. Was it April? I can double because I remember I was in Texas for uh, Retropalooza Houston, and mm. we were I was with I think I was with Wood and uh, Jay from the Game Chasers. We were watching the the little direct that they did, uh, and that's when I think they announced it. So I think it was April, but I could be wrong. I can double so, yeah. check. Um, just so just maybe see. there is a little there's April. Like a, there's like a dated dated article or something on it. Um, just to also, see. Fun but fact, it, it was basically around this time. Fun fact, Bob uh, from the Wolf Den. He's tall, tall, tall guy. I was behind him getting pizza at PAX. Everybody's tall on YouTube, man. <laughs> I saw him leaving the convention center. Yeah, I just I was behind him getting pizza, but I didn't want to interrupt him from getting pizza. I just, just interrupt him, man. Just, just, to, just, just yell at him. <laughs> hey, you're uh, you're the wolf den. That's basically what I did. <laughs> we'll see about we'll see about too many games. Too many games is gonna be fun. Everyone's gonna go, dude. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a lot of fun for that. And Nate's gonna be there, right, Nate? I, I'm not going to that. Come on, uh, you gotta go. <laughs> I gotta let everyone going, know that you're really I'm not going to Philadelphia. There's no Nakatomi Tower there, so. <laughs> It's going to be fun. We're, we're having a good time. We'll do some kind of panel with everybody. I'll just get everyone on the panel and we'll like record it or something and put it on YouTube. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so let me do we have any discord questions, Evan, before we roll into the next topic uh, specifically for anything we're talking about. Not really. Um, okay, we just have like an open ended one and we have the Borderlands three one hit me with the open ended one. Uh, where would you suggest to go if, as an individual, you're looking for information about the news, like the actual nitty gritty, uh, reading the articles and looking into the, the proper information, not just getting the aggregate stuff. Where would you go? That's the the problem you run into is there. There's so, yeah, we're in like a we're in a 24 hour news cycle with video games. That's where we are now <laughs> in this day and age, which is crazy. Think about uh, from back in the day when we had to get magazines. Um, I I don't know because N4G is terrible. Um, I guess Reddit because there are so many different Reddit like places for it. You got yeah, PlayStation, but, Xbox, and uh, but then within Reddit, you got to find the right place because you're gonna find echo chambers left. The problem right. the problem is there's yeah there's problem is there's no one good place. It's basically just gotta go everywhere. <laughs> it's so hard now because there's so many different uh, sources and so much news nowadays. It's crazy. Before I just say, hey, tune into channel one thirty eight G four, you're good. <laughs> That's gone now. Um, oh, you know, go go over to Electronic Playground. Victor Lucas is there. He does good work. There you go. He still he still keeps uh, Electronic Playground alive. So go watch that. As for news, if who knows, you can go you know go anywhere really. It's just be on Twitter all. long enough. It'll just pop Twitter. In the there you go. Go to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Go to Twitter. Um, yeah, that's tough. But uh, that's, that's the way it is, I guess, now. Mm. Uh, so we want to talk about... Uh, do we talk about Borderlands 3 now, Jordan? 
if you want to jump into it, I'm ready. Okay, so when's Borderlands 3 come out, Jordan? September 13th, baby. Yeah, I was right about that. He's ready. He's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was right about it. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. So this was this was an interesting time because people went nuts when they said it was going to be Epic Store exclusive for about six months, I believe, right? Yeah, six months. <clears throat> yeah. So, so March, mid-March, it'll be available on Steam. It's it's gotten uh, under a lot of people's skin <laughs> to the point where Randy Pitchford had to tell people go yell at 2K essentially. <laughs> You're passing the buck, you know. Go yell to well, 2K made the decision, obviously. Them and take. Well, two. yeah, but their 2K is not on Twitter like Randy is. Randy's the accessible one who literally responds to this kind of stuff. That's a good point. That's a good point. He uh, he he responds to people on Twitter and he does magic tricks. You were you were in attendance for that, right? <laughs> I, I, I was there. Yep. Okay. It, it wasn't okay. So the the cringiness and the, and the problems that you got to see in the live stream, because I watched the live stream later on, mm-hmm. it wasn't like that vibe in the room at all. Uh, when oh. the, when the stuff happened, like the, the mic doesn't pick up a lot of it, but the audience was having fun with the mess ups and we were like just having a good time there. Like it didn't feel awkward or cringy to us. Like, yeah, there were problems, but that kind of felt like the charm of Gearbox anyway. Like there's always like these ups and downs. So it kind of felt natural with it. I don't know how to explain it, but it didn't feel cringy or problematic being there. It was kind of fun every time the the video for Borderlands 1, you know, remastered stuttered and kept stopping. We were having a blast with it. And it was just, it was just a fun time. You know, it, it did look bad on the live stream though. I rewatching that live stream. It does make it look pretty bad. And the magic trick lasted a little too long, but hey, I did end up buying the card game because of it, so. It did go on for a long time. Like it's, it's like felt, twenty minutes. It felt so long. <laughs> yeah, that. and then the bit. and they then they ran like the trailer through Windows, like uh, what you call it, Windows Media Player instead of VLC and everything. And yeah, someone shouted great. from the back. They say play it on VLC. There you go. <laughs> yeah. See, someone's on it. They're on yeah. it. Uh, yeah. So it's going to Epic Game Store, and that brought up a whole bunch of feelings. Uh, now I don't. Evan, you're you'd be the one here getting it on PC, right? If you were gonna get Borderlands three, yeah, maybe. Okay, so how does that make you feel? That's going to Epic Game Store. I mean, it does kind of suck from at least what I would prefer, but at the same time, I feel like with with everything going on just in day to day life, I'm completely fine with playing it six months later for myself. But it's gonna piss off a what lot. What was the of last? People. What was the last one we we talked about with Metro. Epic Game Store? Metro. You're a big Metro, Metro yep. fan too. I haven't played that yet either. I've been big focusing Metro on a lot fan. of other stuff. Didn't the division do something like that? The too? division. Well, it's also on there, like Ubisoft. Yeah, I, like I got it. I got yeah, yeah, yeah. Left. It's fine. Yeah, the, the, but um, like Metro is like locked down. That's like your. That's one of your favorite series, Evan. It was a really good series, and he hasn't played I, it. If it was on Steam, you would have played it. Probably, but See, I <laughs> uh, I have a question about this. I don't do PC gaming, but what's the big deal about having an Epic account and just buying the games from the so, Epic Store? My so, my problem with it is the history I've had with Epic, uh, getting emails two months after hack attempts that have occurred on their actual setup. My, my buddies had to reverse two hundred, three hundred dollar charges. They get hacked almost every month. Like it's not good and they've not been great at talking to their customers about it on top of that the talk of all the background stuff the directory checking and all that as well as it apparently sends information to an ip based in china and no one's too sure about what that is even though a major person on their board is from 10 cent because they have 40 percent stake or something so there's just like weird little 
background things to this launcher that make it kind of messed up to people. I mean, I might get it eventually. It's just like I have it on my computer. Check it out yeah. uh, because the Shakedown Hawaii thing got sent over as because they're Epic Games yep. exclusive. Uh, so I got it there and everything. And the store looks terrible. I will say that. <laughs> but that's like that's just the shadiness of it. Like 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 when I when I first heard the Metro problem, I was like, what's the big deal? Who cares? Just buy it where the game is. You know, but once people actually came to me after the, the, we did those live streams and I, and I outed saying that kind of stuff, they're like, listen, besides all that, here's a laundry list of what Steam offers versus what Epic offers. And like, there's a whole slew of things that like make it really worth it to have it on Steam. And after seeing that and understanding that, I can understand why people are angry. Uh, and I can kind of understand, like I, I knew this would kind of be something with Borderlands because during the live stream presentation, there was a lot of talk of how close they are with Epic and how they love Epic, you know, and how they're working yep. with them. And I was like, oh, this is going to be an Epic Store exclusive. And then, of course, it came out as an Epic Store exclusive. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Like this, it sucks. And I, I do, I do feel for people who really don't want to get that. Um, so that at the end of the day, it's it's a bad situation. And yeah, I don't know I, it's reversible, it, it, but it's kind of pushed. Uh, our first question on Discord is basically, why do we think 2K was completely fine with looking at a chunk of its fan base and going, we don't really care about you? Like, that's, so he, he, I don't think they see it that way. Yeah, they see it as money. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's all they it got is. a better deal. Well, I mean, if here, here's why they, they did it. It was money. But if you take your game and put it on Epic Store, one, you get a much better cut because they do a 12%. 88%, I believe, uh, as opposed to Steam's like 75, 25, something like that. I know there's some like fine print in there, but it's like a 70, 30, 75, 25 split somewhere in there. So you're but, already getting much more money. But uh, not if no one's buying it. But then, then you also don't have to pay royalties on your engine the unreal engine that they're using because it is built in unreal engine. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't have to pay those for everyone that gets sold in the Epic Game Store. I mean, that may be true, but it's like is that worth the amount of people who are not going to buy it now? But I mean, it, dep Metro, it depends on the way you look yeah, at it. Metro, Metro came forward and said it was fine because yep. they Met broke their records. So. Metro is the best-selling Metro game, uh, and it's on the Epic well, Store. I would think that it's Jeez. worth it because we don't know how much they were paid for it, and it could have been a substantial amount. Yeah. For a game like Borderlands, it could have been millions upon millions. And you look at I mean, that plus the higher royalties – or like just Unreal Engine, and on top of that, it's just six months. Most of the most people are going to buy this game on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah, Randy's so, been getting his bonuses, so I wouldn't be surprised if they paid quite a bit. Yeah, there. So most people are going to buy it on there. So they're looking at it like, okay, well, PC. Yeah, they are going to say, well, you know, we'll take this money up front, then chance it, you know, um, on, on this here. So I mean, if if I was them, I don't know, I might have done the same thing, but hey, it is it's what it is. It's a pretty big, I mean, pretty big most, best. Most, big I game. think, I think most indie developers who get like that kind of money put in front of them, if we ran those companies, like the little indie studio in the garage, we'd be like, yeah, we'll take $2 million to bring <laughs> yeah. it over for a year. Yeah, let's do that. And we get better cuts. Most people who run those small indie, indie developers would do that if they had a decent enough game to do it. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and honestly, if you were Epic and you knew you were up against Steam, I think most people would do what Epic's doing right now if they had the funds to do it. That, that sure. That's the thing. Like, I understand where the, like, because I've had people tell me, like, oh, well, you got to understand. And I'm trying to look at it from both sides, but like, Steam literally has a monopoly on PC gaming. So it's like, how does somebody come in? Like, even if they had all the features and everything Steam has, are you really going to go over to the Epic Store and mm, buy Borderlands? That's true. You know, you're just going to keep on playing it on Steam. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, even if they had everything, are you really going to 
down. No, you're you're not. I I am curious <laughs> if um I'm really curious if Epic Game Stores uh if their features start to get closer to Steam's if there will be less backlash when this kind of stuff happens because Evan that's one of the things you talked about was uh just the significant lack of features. It'll it'll get less and less, but as long as people keep like digging into it and finding things that seem like spyware that seem like data theft it'll still have a major percentage of people who are like screw that whereas other people will be like if you're on social media you're already getting hacked who cares and it's like oh, okay it's mm -hmm. a weird way to look at it but i guess that's fine they've got a ways to go though because up till this point steam's been constantly adding features without really telling people about it like they haven't talked at all about their major streaming service that they've been building in the background of it that's up and working and it's fine. No, they just don't care about advertising it for some reason. I don't know. I, I it is weird that Epic Game Store really hasn't accelerated their their feature set, like trying to put them on there. It does seem like they're more interested in signing exclusives rather than trying to build up their store. Uh, something I've noticed too. But oh, also, uh, it's what was it? it was Steam's more compatible with Linux was also the other thing they. The games on it are more compatible with Linux, whereas yeah. Epic's like screw Linux. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they the have store looks like trash, though, John. You were man. I'm looking at the store for the first time. Holy smokes! Yeah, this it's is not really good. bad compared <laughs> to Steam. <laughs> this is horrible. Like Discovery is bad on Steam. Discovery is non-existent on on Epic Game Store. I don't even think there's enough games there though, because I think you just scroll through the entire shop very easily yeah, yeah it took me uh, about five scrolls to, uh, six seven eight nine yeah nine. there's just not a few scrolls and you're down at the bottom yeah <laughs> no it's uh yeah it's it's not great but nate you don't seem to understand it as much right because epic games launcher is free so do you see this nate, as somebody who doesn't really play piece of games as it just people not wanting to install the free launcher as have and just having another launcher. Well, yeah, I mean, that's my thing. I don't really do PC games. So as far as I can tell, people are, it seems as though people were just complaining that they didn't want to download a launcher onto their computer to buy a game that's on it because they just didn't want to have that other launcher on their PC. It seemed pretty, you know, seemed like a trivial complaint of, oh no, mm. I have to boot up something different. So it seemed silly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny you mentioned that, Nate, and you described it that way because uh, I've I've been doing I've been PC gaming for a long, long time, probably longer than a lot of people. Um, not everyone, but a lot of people uh, since before. The, so since there were before video cards, like it's a, we didn't have video cards at all times back then. But I do remember when Steam first showed up. And it was in the early 2000s, and we hated this thing. Steam was terrible. And then they locked Half-Life 2 down, which I am actually surprised. Epic, when you get uh, when you get Fortnite, you don't have to have the Epic Game Store, right? On no, PC. you, you On do. PC, you have to download that. Yeah, you do. Store. Is it Epic yeah. Game Store? I thought it was Epic yeah. Launcher. But it, they converted it. It's literally just Oh, they did? It. Okay. Yeah. Because I know that before they didn't have it, and now it's converted to that. Because uh, we've seen that before where it's locked down and everything, um, and Steam was terrible back then and then they were signed they were signing deals with sega and other companies as well to get them on board um and, and it's it's interesting i just see the same thing happening now with the epic game store that we did with steam way back when um so it's kind of funny but yeah nate basically you're summed it up this is the launcher is free and it's another launcher yeah i mean and they're keeping it off of steam i, just, I think I epic needs to really really needs to take the cue out of you know out of steam and be like all right we need to really build something here so we don't keep getting this backlash we need to build an actual 
you know, store setup that that runs properly. We need to have all these perks that Steam has that we don't. We need achievements, yeah. cloud saves, all this stuff that makes Proper Steam support work. controller emulation. Tons exactly. of exactly more security, more reliability. If they can keep working on that, then when you hear about a game as exclusive on there, it wouldn't be this amount of backlash other than people who just don't want to download something. Mm-hmm. But where they're at right. Yeah, but where they're at right now, it sounds like the funding is literally just for games. Like, no, absolutely, <laughs> they're they're tossing millions everywhere just to get games to get eyes over there. But they really need to start using some money right now. After Borderlands Three, maybe you take some of that extra money you're saving up for another game and use it to yeah. actually make a good store. It's gonna be tough though. I mean, Steam's been around forever. It's gonna be tough mm-hmm. for them to catch up in features. I mean, break without completely breaking the store like overnight. I mean, some of you guys have dabbled with how like software works and everything like that when you add something could potential everything could just go down so i mean there's no way they're going to be able to update it to be anywhere near as good as steam anytime soon i I think it would take years to even get where steam was three or four years ago you know it's going to take a long time people jump in and out of the market at different times and some things stick some things don't and like you can even apply it to like consoles like consoles were going strong for a while and then hey sony makes a playstation one then xbox here here's an xbox and now there's three main actual people and then sega goes down and then that's just how the market goes and right now on place or on pc it's just been for the most part aside from a few websites it's been steam it is just steam and there's been no actual competition and right now epic is no real competition other than exclusives they need to actually if they want to take it seriously they need to build the competition they need to make mm. steam work harder for because a lot of people have, do have problems with steam and if epic can come out and start pushing some really good things that's going to force steam to get better and make the economy better for everyone but the the, pro- the problem is steam they're not doing anything this will push them if they keep getting the exclusives and they actually build something that's great here like the well, exclusives are not enough but if they build something that rivals steam well let me let me let me ask you this i assume that valve needs something crazy to happen for them to really do something like a half-life 3 or something else yeah that, right that's what keeps I think steam some, in business. <laughs> and i don't think it's i don't think it's borderlands 3 because they haven't reacted no. at all to it no but it wouldn't, I, it wouldn't be a game. It wouldn't be a game exclusive. It, it, would, it would have to be an actual like perfected marketplace structured system. I almost think it could be. It could be a game though. Like it could be. What, what game? <laughs> what if? Okay, because w- w- we already know the relationships there. So we've, we've seen it with uh, Take Two and everything. Oh geez. Um, oh, don't wh- even say it. <laughs> don't. What? It. What if Red Dead Redemption 2 oh. came to PC and it was an <laughs> Epic Game Store exclusive? Oh my, that would literally destroy the internet. That You think Borderlands 3 has been a problem the last few days online? Oh god, we wouldn't hear the end of Red Dead Redemption 2. That would, hurt, that would hurt some people. That, that <laughs> game would literally be your whole hard drive, though. <laughs> it would literally be your hard drive. It would be the Red Dead Redemption 2 hard drive. Like, you need to get a separate, you need to get multiple separate, you know, yeah. terabytes of hard drives to run that at, like, the highest, the highest oh setting. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, that game. I, I. Or what if they grabbed Kingdom Hearts 3 and brought it over and it's only Epic Game Store? That would just yeah. be... A, I mean, they could. That would just be a detriment, though. I mean, I don't know if Kingdom Hearts fans would even care, to be honest. Yeah, I guess, I guess it would. I guess Red Dead Redemption 2 is the big one. Yeah, Red Dead Kingdom Hearts fans, like, we already played the game on the PS4. That's where the majority of Kingdom Hearts fans are on PlayStation. So a lot of people already just played it there. They would as, have to do something like that, yeah. As far as anything cool with Borderlands and 3 and PC right now is this whole cross-play thing that, 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 is, that showed up in the Microsoft store for Borderlands 3. Yeah, which has me that. excited. 
because this would be like I think the biggest. I mean, Fortnite technically the biggest crossplay game in general, but I don't consider that's, that's a free game. That's a battle royale. This would be a full online. You know, you can play with your friends on any console. Uh, f- you know, four player shooter, looter shooter, which would be incredible. But is Sony going to play nice if that's real? Mm. You know, that that's what I'm worried about is Sony not playing nice on that. It'll probably just be Xbox uh, P- and PC. Uh, PC. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think Sony would, but they're you know how they are. They're like, I would love them to because that tough. would be incredible. That that'd would be really be cool. Incredible. That'd be cool. That'd be the biggest. I think that'd be the biggest game that's crossplay then. Besides yeah. Fortnite. Aside Rocket, from- Rocket League, man. Come on. Well, yeah, well, Rocket League. But- in terms of like this big expansive huge game rocket league yeah. is great but it's like stadiums and rocket cars you know i don't know yeah. i think that'd be that'd be really cool that that has me excited but you know sorry about pc users right now <laughs> it's 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 war out there man it's tough people yeah. are all over the place it's i mean tough, i want it on man. pc too i'm getting it on everything you know like i, I want do a pc wonder, version, i do wonder how because it's interesting here you're talking about the name because I, I do wonder how um how console users look at that whole situation with epic games i feel like a lot of them just don't get it there's like I, okay I don't, I don't get it but we'll see what happens i'm telling you there's going to be a bigger game than borderlands 3 and it's going to be ridiculous and no it's not going to be cyberpunk 2077 it's going to be red dead redemption 2 super mario 3d world <gasps> it's, gonna be, yeah. it's confirmed <laughs> it's going to be something crazy uh so do we want to move over to actually let me go through some of super chats before we talk about bioware because that's going to be a whole thing yikes ah bioware bioware is uh bioware uh, yeah uh k19 says 10 out of 10 spawn cast probably when we were gone because yep. the cool hangouts up. went down uh <laughs> false icon with a dollar no messages thanks uh shane says uh just met the guys from kind of funny in new york today it was super fun so when are we going to do a spawn cast meetup uh, we'll be at too many games. A bunch of us will. Not all of us, but a Nate bunch will of be us. there for sure. Yeah, Nate will be there. <laughs> we'll definitely get Nate there. It's fine. Oh, bu- uh, God. We were probably going to do a panel, too. So that'll be fun. We'll have a bunch of people. I'll get Wood, uh, beat em ups on the panel. We'll get Sean and Max. And anyone that wants to go too many games can get on there. We'll just have like 20 or 30 people on the panel. And I'll be right on the far right corner. Towards we'll the get wall. Jordan. Jordan, if OJ makes a trip, he can, he can be in the I'll, panel as well. I'll be in California. There you go. <laughs> Forever Skype you in. Forever here in California. <laughs> but uh yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. We'll have a good time there. So you can see us there. We'll be hanging out. Uh Jalen with the the 15 said, much love to the spawncast crew. Thank you, Jalen. I appreciate it. Uh Wishbone, there you go. This is in all caps. I assume this is uh with when Nate was saying is saying Epic Game Store is free, like Steam, just download it. Uh <laughs> Charlie says Epic actually has a public roadmap. So there we go. It lays out everything. They also provide free online and voice to any game, regardless of store. Regardless of store. Oh, um, free online. Because I know you still have to pay for, uh, there's still a paywall on the Xbox One for Fortnite for some reason. Um, I don't don't know. What's going on with that? Yeah, it's weird that they still do. They do it with all their free to play games still on the Xbox. Very weird. Uh, Brian O'Connell just said, whoopity poop scoop. There you go. <laughs> nice, thank you. Very smart. Uh, so let's let's move over to Bioware and Kotaku. NEA. Kotaku put out an article that essentially called out Bioware for massive mismanagement with their entirety of their Anthem development, and it was something that because I played through Anthem and I and, I, and everything, I got to the end, and 
I completely believe this article <laughs> after playing Anthem. Uh, it felt disjointed the entire way through. Uh, did anyone else on here play Anthem or was it just me? I know Max isn't on here. I watched a ton of Anthem. Did uh, Jordan, did you play Anthem? <laughs> no, no, not at okay, all. No, not one nobody. Bit. nobody. I heard okay. people complain about all the stuff. Like I, I've heard all the complaints. I've seen the, I've pretty mm -hmm. much seen the whole game, just like I've seen all of Sekiro without playing, yeah. but I've watched the whole thing. I've watched people play throughout the whole game and know the complaints and know the issues. And yep, I was same as you, same boat as you. It's no. everything that we heard is very believable in that. Like I said, I completely believe what happened uh, from them. Not, they wanted to call it beyond. And then like, a week before E3, they found out they couldn't do it, so they shifted to Anthem, like, a week before E3. Uh, they weren't allowed to talk about competitive games like uh, Destiny or competition like Destiny, for example. Uh, and apparently the biggest thing is that Frostbite is a problem. Unless you're DICE, I guess. Frostbite is an issue. And we saw it with Mass Effect as well, right? Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little bit. Oh, a yeah. little, little bit. <laughs> Frostbite a lot seems to mostly be set up for shooters from what we're seeing. Not third person or anything, but just straight up first person shooters. So apparently a third person camera didn't exist and they had to build it from scratch. Uh, yeah. This seems insane. Like for that much money to go into that game and it, and it comes out with what it did and they tried to fight against Frostbite the entire time and they didn't want to switch to Unreal Engine, I assume because of money, because they own Frostbite, so they don't have to pay royalties on it. This was a very sad article to read, because it's not it's not Bioware anymore. It's not the Bioware we know, or we used to know. Nice old Republican stuff. Um, what was everyone's take on this, though, when, when this popped up, and, and what'd you think about it? It's a more <laughs> impressive scale of Alpha Protocol's problems. <laughs> That's a classic game. I hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely hate that game. He, well, he walks like he has something up his butt, like or like he does. He, like, like it's that game's <laughs> trash, dude. I, and I was excited. That game was like absolute hot garbage. A little bit. It, yeah, I, it's, um, it's it's weird. And this is back to back failures. Well, failure is a harsh word, but these these are two games where Bioware has struggled in succession. And the blame comes down to EA and Frostbite, but maybe Bioware is just losing their touch. A See, lot of talent has left the studio, and people have to accept that. I, I kind of went in on uh, on Bioware a little bit on, on the, the PE podcast the other night, uh, saying that right now Bioware feels like they're a shell of the company they once were, the, the game development studio they once were, because there was a point when they were, even, even in, how kind of eh the ending of Mass Effect 3 was, during that era, like that, like even throughout the early 2000s, all the way up until like right, like 2012 ish, right? They were putting out nothing but really good stuff, and it was really good, and they had a lot of passion behind it. And then something changed. Something happened where it's like, you know what? After Dragon Quest Inquisition, which is kind of hit or miss for some people, I enjoy it. It's not the best, but it's it, I think it's better than Dragon Age Two. Um, it's like. Hey, Mass Effect, we're finally going back to it, guys. We're going to do it justice. We're going to we're going to Andromeda. It's going to be great. And it's nothing like anything else. It's the biggest disappointment. I actually rebought it for five bucks. I got a physical version with a code inside at Target and clearance because it was cheaper than Origin Store. And I'll give it <laughs> one more chance. Still have no interest in putting it in anytime soon. Uh, but that like that game is just that literally made me sit there and cry as I was playing it because it was not anything that I was promised. And then you have Anthem coming out, which is just a game to make money it's just a beautiful looking game that is not anything like it was advertised just 
to sell you on more things. Whether that was Bioware's decision to make that or EA saying you have to make a game like this, this right now, as far as anything they're working on, I don't care about Dragon Age right now. Unless that game comes out and everyone's like, oh, they did great, and I'll, then I'll look at it. No interest. I don't think they can do it anymore. They gave Mass Effect to a small, they're their smaller division. Like, why that's it's mass effect <laughs> i think my favorite part of the article is they described flying in the game and that they weren't really 100 sure if they wanted that to be in the game and they apparently fought about it constantly and they took a demo to patrick uh solderland one day and it didn't have any flying or anything it was just running around shooting and he was like this isn't what i want at all i i don't like this 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 isn't what we ordered and he was like you got to go fix it now so apparently they took it back and then like three weeks later they go back they added flying and it's the same game and all you could do is fly instead and he was just like he apparently stood up and was like this is amazing it's just flying. <laughs> hey, flying's fun. Dude, flying's like, fun. Like the flying sold this man on it, Patrick Solderland. Like that's, that. the, that's the best thing about the game. So I can understand it because you know he's not a type of. I can understand that when I read that part, I was laughing too. But it, it makes sense that he's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, and he thought it would be great because for a casual game, you know, he ain't playing games like that, you know. So yeah, then you add flying and the graphics. This this is the amazing. Like this is amazing. Yeah, and at, the end, at the end of the day, how much time do they really give them to experience it? Like, it, did he just sit down and 10 minutes later go, this is amazing, do this? Because, like, you're not experiencing a full game. You're Apparently. just experiencing one mechanic. And if it's cool and you're okay with everything, that's just really weird. Apparently he sat down and was just cursing up a storm like, this is amazing, I love it, and go make this. And they're like, all right, we're going to make that. And apparently, like, they didn't have missions put together at all by the time we saw it at E3. They still didn't build those. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. Dude, it's, it's so mess. bad. Oh, it's so bad. If you go and read that article, it's insane that it, this game even came out. From from what I understand, it seems to me like this Frostbite engine is just, like you said, it's just for first-person shooters, but it's, like, horrible for RPGs. Like, it, it, like the Mass Effect Andromeda, like, no menu system. You know, no menu system, no stuff for RPGs. Like, what the? Who builds an engine with no And then say, hey, use this for an RPG. And this was years and years and years ago. I don't. I don't understand EA. Like I, I don't. Cool. I don't understand this company. I get it. You're trying to save money with Frostbite, but when an engine isn't working for something, like it's not. Just use Unreal. You'll be okay. You'll make up the money with more people actually buying your game, and you'll save money on development time because Mass Effect Andromeda would have been yeah. out years before, and so you'll save money on development time. You'll save money on so many th different things. You'll make a better game. They need to stop being so I don't know what's the word pompous, like so c confident. I'm not sure what to think about it, but they need to stop thinking that you have to use their own engine because like look at what square enix is doing right they're, they're doing the same thing look at what bandai namco is doing look at what some of these other companies are doing they're like you know what unreal engine is the best one we'll use some of our engines for some things but when we need to build a game and we need to make sure that we make it on time and everything like at least try we've got to use unreal engine or something like that you know yeah. it's like this this explains so much tell the problems i had with it because like i didn't i haven't played mass effect on pc which now i do have it for pc which you know you can control the shooting obviously a lot better than a controller but there was a problem because you said they had to make a third person camera i noticed right away when playing mass effect on a controller on playstation that there was something wrong with the aiming like, there was something wrong with how the physics work when you're in firefights which made the game almost unplayable for me and that explains so much because they can't get it to work right. That this literally is the problem. Frostbite's the whole reason that that game doesn't work. <laughs> I am so mad right now. I am literally. I'm trying really hard not to say every curse word in the book right now. If it was Unreal Engine, it would have been Mass Effect. 
two and three built on the newer you know unreal engine stuff are definitely much better games than andromeda like by shooting physics like everything is much much better that's unreal engine three you know brackets away they are so far on different ends of the spectrum dude mass effect 2 is god tier gaming mass effect andromeda is literally in the toilet next to my excrement Mass Effect 2 was amazing when that game it, came out. And it's still Mass Effect 2 still plays actually pretty damn well today. It's like, fantastic yeah. and it always will be. <laughs> it, yeah. And that game's going on what 10 years old next next year? Yeah, it'll next be, year, 10 it, years it'll, old. It'll be 10 years old next year. I mean, you mm. were once again three years old when that game came out, Jordan. So I, mean, I was all three years old and it was the best. <laughs> the problem the problem is it doesn't sound like like Frostbite's not gonna go away. Like, it's not gonna be like, okay, yeah, we'll just use Unreal. Yeah. Um that's yeah. just it's not. That's well, for RPGs, they should. For I mean, they should keep their because like Frostbite's good for what FIFA, Madden, whatever. They use it for sports games and all that. Oh, but God. for RPGs, like it should be unreal. You don't. I mean, like look at the crappy Luminous engine. They built an engine particularly for RPGs and still isn't a good engine. They're still they not spin. even using it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really. I got really scared because there's a certain other thing that may be coming out from EA later this year. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's on the frostbite engine and it's a third person game oh, oh no i'm not i'm now i'm worried oh my god <laughs> it's all i want from this year to be good besides borderlands 3 and if it's on frostbite and it's running like any of the other frostbite games have their in third person oh man this mm, mm. all right i'm just going to let's move on i don't want to i'm going to mm, break something in a second jinx in it they're going to switch right now jorgensen's going to be like all right the calls to make make the call so wait is uh does that mean that Skate 4 is going to be? I never said nothing about no Skate 4, but... Does that mean Skate 4 is going to be in Frostbite? <laughs> I, swear to, I swear to God. Oh, my God. Jordan I need to cool down. I'm, I'm, I'm legit. Ner- I'm having a panic attack right now, dude. Jordan is going to go skating at 4 a.m. You're going Just skating at 4 a.m.? <laughs> I'm chugging this G Fuel, man. Not a sponsor, but... Oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to pop up, man. Logo's going to pop up. They, do they put Need for Speed in Frostbite? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a good maybe, question. Like, was the last they, one in Frostbite? Yeah. Yeah, it was, right? Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. They put Need for Speed. They're going to do Escape 4 with that, man. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> so can I ask you guys a question real quick with this? Um, I know we don't have too much time. But, like, Frostbite, it, Dragon Age Inquisition, that was made in Frostbite 3. Yeah. That was so Frostbite what, well. what is the issues here? Why is Dragon Age Inquisition not having the same issues as some of these other games? It's not a shooter. Well, no, it's RPG. They've been having issues with with RPGs. I mean, it wasn't the best Dragon Age game, but but it was it, uh, it's better critical than reception else. wise. It's leagues better. I mean, than a one what game of the year, doing. right? So that, well, it it frauded its way to game of the year. It, that I year, mean, but yeah, sure. But like, I I don't know what the problem is. I don't I don't know. I'm just I'm just so mad right now. I'm just gonna <laughs> shut up. Let's make you mad for telling you about. So I'm getting but, the more I the more it's sitting in my head. You know when you think of something and the more you keep thinking about it, it just makes you more mad. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry, the Sims will run fine. Oh, I can't wait for the Sims Five and Frostbite. It'll be perfect. Oh. Sims will drown even though there's a ladder in the pool. Okay, that was walk a- through a wall, knock over the whole building. It's great. Okay, that was the old version of Frost. I-, I think it was Frostbite three, right? There's a new one, Frostbite four. Is there a Frostbite four? Yeah, they've they've done several iterations, I believe of it. Okay, so maybe fr- maybe Frostbite three didn't have as many issues, and then Frostbite four is what's causing the issues. Maybe that's what. Well, it is. yeah, because if you consider uh, what the early Frostbite, the early Frostbite was a uh, bad company too, and that for a lot of people that ran great. Yeah. And the next Battlefield, I think, was they like, upgraded the next engine, and for a lot of people, that was garbage for a very long period of time. 
Well, Dice mm. seems fine. Dice is good with Frostbite. They don't have any issues. It's just they, they're trying to make everybody use it. And it's like it doesn't work for every single game, but they want every game to work. For. It's just EA basically trying to save every penny they can. And, and they then still mind. lay off people. Yeah, and still. But they don't care. Like quality isn't as big of a deal as budget, I guess, to them, to be honest. This um, is what's going to cause the crash. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean they're gonna they'll fix Anthem over time. It might <laughs> who's be two gonna years care about now, it? Yeah, who's yeah. gonna care about Anthem in two years when they're already gonna be like, hey, Anthem too? Yeah. We'll all get an email. Hey, no. you got you have a free copy of Anthem waiting for you. I mean, they yeah. they might be able to save it. I mean, look what Ubisoft did with uh, Rainbow Six Siege. At first, people were like, yeah, whatever. Now that game is that was more popular. That was more community though. It, like this, this is intrinsic to the engine itself, whereas no. Rainbow Six was trying to change the way people perceived it. People really like Rainbow Six Siege, yeah. Yep. I haven't played that game in a long time. Let's check that out again. Uh, that, was a, that was a good game. Yeah, it was fun. Do you have any other Discord questions, Evan? No, we are clear. We are clear. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Um, I guess we can finish up with Ape Escape. What? <laughs> I, it, right? Tell me you're excited to hear about Ape Escape. <laughs> Not really. Mobile, mobile game incoming. Let's do it. Their, mm. their website updated for some weird reason after about seven years. No one knows why. They're testing yeah. an intern, see how he could do. It's no one knows. It's been updated completely. And people are now wondering is there some kind of uh, Ape Escape game coming? I mean, possibly. Keep your eyes peeled. Could Ape Escape oh. live in this day and age? What, what is, wait, what's Jordan saying? What's Jordan saying? Is that keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> keep your eyes peeled. Dear God, to... <laughs> I'm, 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 I, it wasn't even meant to be a pun at first, but there you go. Just, just keep on the lookout. They shouldn't have canceled their PlayStation experience last year is all I'm saying. There you go. See, Jordan letting us know that Ape Escape, something's happening there. Ape Escape VR. That's a good one. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be interesting. Ape Escape on mobile phones. That'd be dumb. <laughs> that'd be no, dumb. No, no I, I, I was thinking if they're going to do it, they do like something like a bit lower in budget, like they did Medieval and do something with Ape Escape like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Jordan just silently confirming. Cool. No, just saying it'd be cool, dude. I'd, <laughs> I'd buy it. <laughs> I, I would too. Yeah, I would. I would pick up that just for the nostalgia feels and just see what they can do with it. Uh, man, that game that was so long ago. It was when the DualShock controller first came out. I remember playing that thing. Just couldn't play it without those two sticks. Uh, let me go through. Uh, I don't. Do you guys think Ape Escape's coming back? And do you think it could actually live nowadays? if they convert it to something a little more like modern maybe they just reuse like the visual aesthetic of it maybe try to keep the spirit of it alive but then adjust it for the more modern gamer mm. maybe well there has been a lot of uh you know remaster remakes reboots been going around so you know that it could be something along the line of that there you go okay you heard it here first jordan letting us know didn't say anything <laughs> not one thing you said zip. I said zip. Oh yeah. Uh, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me go through some of these super chats here before we finish up. Uh, Lycon says uh, for the first time it's not fully EA's fault. That is correct. It, was, it seemed it was just mostly conflict between EA and Bioware the whole time. Uh, it was. It's interesting. You should go read that, Jordan, and just try not to pass out from rage. But you should go read I don't that. Know if article. I can handle it. I don't know it, if I can handle live, it. Live stream it. Live stream you. I mean, 
I mean, yeah. I'm going live after this, so maybe. Go maybe live stream it. you just reading it. And oh, just, God, I'm going to get so mad. You will get really mad, but it'll be a really fun <laughs> thing to watch. Wait, you're going live right after this? Yeah, but I'll I'll wait till it's my turn when we're doing our outros to say. No, I'll just we'll send people over there if you, whenever you set that up and get a link going. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Savvy says, uh, hit the like button. These guys deserve it. Uh, no, see, we're only at 490 likes right now, so something like six, 700 likes. That's pretty much impossible at this point because... <laughs> Yeah, it's so close to five minutes, you know. Yeah, it's possible. So that's not gonna happen. Everybody's talking about this whole Wolfenstein thing, John. I don't know if you wanted to talk about that. What happened with Wolfenstein? The <laughs> switch, switch yeah. version it only comes with the download code at retail. There's no purchase. oh no way. Are they really doing that? Yeah, that's definitely a cart cost issue. Wow, that's rough, man. What you want price parity with other versions? It has to be a sacrifice. You must wow. I was. I. I will admit. Small I was. Child. Child. No. <laughs> I. I'll admit. I had a lot of questions about that price at thirty dollars when they showed that. That caught me off guard a bit. So they're going to be selling a box with a digital code. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Looks like it. Is, yeah. it. is that on their website completely? Oh, uh, it was on GameStop. Wario sixty four put it out there on Twitter. It just says like uh, there was a little. It says um. No cartridge for this game. Code will be packed in box. Internet connection, uh, internet connection required on the product page on Amazon, uh, on Amazon and GameStop. Wow. Yeah. So no cartridge included. Mm. Yeah. No cartridge included. Wow. That's uh... how big is that game? Do we have like a file size on that thing? I haven't even checked. Oh, uh, I can check right now. <laughs> I mean, it's $30, so, I mean, we just saw, what you call it, we were just talking about um, Dragon's Dogma's $30, right? Yeah. Or Wolfenstein what, Young When's Blood. Youngblood come out? It's uh, July. End of July. Cool. End of July, yeah. Um, I wanted to see on Steam even, but I don't see any system requirements on Steam, so. When's that VR, uh, that cyber VR uh, Wolfenstein game coming out? So oh, I really yeah. say on that. They, like they dated, they announced that. And yeah, it's a shame that it's uh, we have to download that now. See, I mean, what's the point in buying it physically then? Nothing Not outside that. of just shelf space. Just like the, if you're there, nothing. You just want the yeah. cart. You just want the the, the box, the box art. I guess. Yeah, I mean, if I was it, actually into Wolfenstein, I'd probably do it just so I can get the box. It also gives it better like exposure. Yeah, exposure. That's that you're seeing it on the store shelves instead of just the cluster fuck that is the eShop. I, and it costs them next to nothing. They just have to pay for the boxes. I I personally love. I mean, I buy games just for box art. Um, I bought Shadow of War. I have no interest in playing it, but I like the box art. Uh, so <laughs> that's something that I would do. I, nice. You know, just to buy it. I mean, <laughs> so they actually fixed that. They actually fixed that game now. So now it's actually a good playthrough. Is yeah, it on I, uh, Game Pass? Uh, was it more? I thought Mordor was on game. No, am I wrong? Is it? Did is they it put the more? Did they put the second one on Game Pass yet? I'll, I'll have to double I check. They did. Usually, I, I bought, check Game Pass every few days. I didn't check it in like past. Far Cry New Dawn has really cool box art too. I bought that. Mm, mm, mm. You bought it? Didn't play it yet? No, I didn't play it yet. But I bought. I played a little bit of it. It's Far Cry. <laughs> I always buy cheap games at Best Buy whenever, <laughs> whenever I get that. Cool box. That has to have cool box art though. If it doesn't have cool box art, I ain't buying it. I wonder how many people are going to be completely like. I wonder how many people are going to go to GameStop, get it, and then not realize it's a code when they leave with it. Good amount of people, probably. That's going to be interesting. Uh, I mean, I give people credit that they're going to have the intelligence to know. I mean, 
Cuphead on the Xbox One was released as a code in a box. And yeah, and there so are people it, who are it's like a yeah. new concept. Yeah, and people like people post all over the place on Twitter. They're like, it's just a code. All they had to do is turn the box around and it said, this is a code in a box. But if you go to like a wall, but if I go to Walmart and I say, I want that one out of the case, I never get to hold the game until I have bought it. Well, before they ring it up, say, can I look at the box? (laughs) That's when they give me that side look and they're like, you need to look at the box for. Yeah, they, Walmart is psycho with, they the, do. with the games, dude. Like they will not, they will grab it, and they will straight go straight to the register. <laughs> oh man, Walmart, <laughs> uh, then uh, King King Jones says, uh, "Remember, Bioware also made the mediocre Sonic RPG game way back." That was oh, yeah. Sonic Chronicles. That was oh, Sonic Chronicles Andromeda. was all right. Yeah, that's better than, better, that's way better than Andromeda. I play that game any day over the Andromeda. Yeah. It was, well, they, I think they used the the same engine for Elite Beat Agents for that for that game. Oh you man, something sad. I would play Anthem b- way before I want to play Andromeda. Ooh, I don't know about that. Uh, that that's that. Uh, uh, Andromeda is a bit fixed. More. Uh, Andromeda's they fixed it a little no, bit more. It's not fixed in my heart. Dude, <laughs> Anthem's trash, bro. <laughs> it, it, but com- I'm comparing trash, garbage and a little less stinkier garbage. Hey, at least it's, there's, so, there's, a, there's, a, there's a somewhat day-old pizza inside the Andromeda garbage. <laughs> yeah, but there's like a couple-hour-old pizza in the Anthem garbage. No, so the Anthem like, is more garbage. <laughs> I mean, the they Anthem's both okay. Garbage. Listen, they both they're both trash. Anthem, okay, Anthem's undercooked pizza. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll take an undercooked pizza than a day old hey, pizza. Man, I don't, uh, think so. I don't know about play, that. I take a day old pizza. If you played so. Anthem, bro, I'm telling you, you ain't seen Anthem. Anthem is bad. <laughs> you should go. You should go get it, Jordan, and try out Anthem. Try at least it out. I have no. I have no. At least my thing is, I have no like previous ties with Anthem like I had with Mass Effect. I think that's what hurts me more is because Mass Effect, I loved Anthem. It's just a game. Like I have no ties to it whatsoever in my life. Well, just like in general speaking, like Andromeda has way more content. Andromeda has like uh it runs better on the sure. pro. I mean, there's just some there's some things here. And they had a 4K update, which and they also improved like the, the visuals of the game and everything. Like they they did a lot of cool stuff that they didn't do enough, obviously, with Andromeda. No, they tried. But, it crushed yeah. me, dude. It, it, it's it's I'm surprised you're not more like this because I know how big of a Mass Effect fan you are. Oh I no, I hate like, I ripped that game to shreds. A I know, but like over. you're still you're still gonna pick that crap over we, just trying and, anthem once <laughs> well in terms of content and andromeda has just i'm just way saying more pick it up and play it once i'm not saying go through the whole damn game well andromeda or anthem either just picking it up and playing something for like an hour like what would you rather play right now if you had a chance to play one of those games for an oh, hour I, a game you haven't played before or andromeda again oh well a game that i haven't played well obviously the game that i have i've already played andromeda so but would you go back to it like i'm saying if you had the choice if for like an well, hour yeah, of gaming did, would you go and play andromeda again or try something you haven't i did go back to andromeda because they have the 4k update you're a weak man <laughs> <laughs> you may look big but you're a weak little i'm man. a very i'm actually i am actually very weak <laughs> i can't bench that much <laughs> why don't we uh oh last thing here octopath traveler appears to be heading to pc was rated in korea yeah don't we actually owe people more time on this cast because you decided to like disappear for 10 minutes (laughs) hey man google hangouts decided to disappear for a few minutes (laughs) Uh, evaporated yeah it's uh it appears it's heading to pc it was rated in korea which is interesting but we don't really know if it's like a worldwide release because they did mention that the publisher is bandai and they would publish that in korea i believe so now we're kind of sitting here thinking it's a worldwide release but 
does that mean, I guess, that it was kind of a timed exclusive for Nintendo with some sort of console exclusivity thing put into play and they don't care about PC or it's um it's interesting. And do you guys think it's Epic Game Store course exclusive? Do you think <laughs> it's a Microsoft store exclusive on Maybe. PC? Maybe it's a maybe it's Discord, a deal thing. Discord score, store Discord team. exclusive. Twitch yeah. Prime exclusive. Twitch Prime Epic exclusive. store only. <laughs> that'll be that'll be uh that'll be actually be really cool to see on PC because you know you get all the settings and stuff turned up and everything and that art style already looked really good and then you like you know blast it at like 4K at like 120 frames or whatever. Uh, that game's probably not gonna be hard to run or anything. That'll be neat. That'll be neat. I'll be curious how that game does uh, if it, whenever it gets announced for PC, because it appears it's happening. Usually, don't get ratings unless you're releasing uh, to see how it actually does. Um, I'll buy it. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it'll be cool uh, because that, of course, that's they're working on other stuff now, so that's just more funding for them anyway. Um, and uh, there you go. You can get it on PC, I guess, whenever they announce it um, instead of Switch if you wanted to get it there. And I will be curious because you guys, did you guys see the Civilization cross save? stuff that they did i did yeah i wonder if they do that with something like uh, if square would do that with something like octopath for the switch and the pc yeah, that'd be cool it. sounds like work yeah yeah it sounds like work <laughs> <laughs> sounds like work that was that was cool to hear though that you can tie it to your 2k account and you can move between <laughs> pc and uh switch for civilization 6 cannot give square addicts that credit hell no it sounds like work for the they're not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> like work Oh uh, man, I I think it'll be on Steam. I don't think it'll be an Epic Game Store exclusive, but eh, you never know. Epic's in the buying mood right now, so it could be. It could be. They got all that Fortnite money you spend, dude. I'm telling you, they got a lot of money, and and everybody uses their engine now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're <laughs> regardless if it is on the Epic Store or not, they're making money out of your game. They got yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> they're they got getting a money. Big bump from uh, Kingdom Hearts, man. And Kingdom Hearts sales, Final Fantasy sales, all of it just. It was just, yep. just pouring in, man. People using Unreal Engine, like Bandai Namco, all of those games, Dragon Ball Fighters, like everything is using Unreal Engine, man. Like everything is using Unreal Engine. So yep. It's, yep. it's not getting Yoshi sales. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yoshi sales money. I mean, this is everything. It's, so. it's interesting here. Nintendo wanted to do something with Unreal like that with one of their first parties. So usually they like to build their own engine and not pay for a middleware thing, but I. They did it. I, I uh, think they got spooked from the last time from Yoshi's Woolly World and the problems mm. they had with that. So they're like, uh, let's not do that. This let's time. just give them an engine that they know that they can work with and everything. Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, remember Woolly World was like announced like in 2013 and like it disappeared because they were having trouble with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, disappeared. Like, just give them something easy, please. That makes sense, though. That makes sense. Well, the new Yoshi looks, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. Like all the little details and stuff they did in that game is like the developers had a great time making that it looks like yeah i wonder if they just had more time to do those kind of things as opposed to trying to basically build an internal engine or use one i wonder if that so just gives like more time yeah much put more time into the art than the actual engine so it's great yeah. especially when you see how they do the like boss battles like in any yoshi game you know they have the magic spell but like the way it builds it it looks like stop animation it's gorgeous oh, that's i love cool. it that's yeah cool. All right, cool. Well, I guess that's going to do it here tonight. Let me go around uh, with everyone here. We have uh, OJ. Where can they find you, man? Yeah, uh, you can find me right here. Um, YouTube Player Essence. Um, you can check out the channel. I do lots of stuff on Atlas and Persona and Japanese games and live streams. I live stream every single day. So, And I do Q&As and all sorts of stuff. It's kind of crazy over there, but it's a lot of fun. Cover news and all that. So if you're into that, that type of stuff, um, check out the channel. Um, yeah, we're giving away another Switch, too. We already gave away one. And we're giving away another Switch, so subscribe to the channel it's there you go 
There you go. And then uh, Nate, what about you, man? Where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Direct Feed Games. From there, there is a link to my YouTube channel where I do direct feed footage of games. <laughs> have a lot of footage coming up in the next week or two. So if you're looking for stuff that's coming to Switch over the next couple of weeks, you will find some footage there in the coming days. Is there any, uh, if there's anyone you guys, uh, oh, wait, we're going to do Jordan, right? Jordan, you're setting up a stream? Yeah, I'm streaming right after this. There you go. You Shortly guys can, after it. You guys can raid Jordan. Uh, Jordan, where can they oh. find you, man? Uh, well, you can always find me on YouTube at Jordan Fringe. Content's coming back soon, but I've been streaming every night on the link that's there in the uh, in the the chat uh, at twitch.tv slash Jordan Fringe. Uh, I guess when we start the stream, we're going to... Can you send me a link to the article when we end here? So, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, man. I'm, I'm going Twitch to... If, if this is why everyone wants to see me get really angry, I will start off the stream reading this article with everyone and probably getting profusely angry. Uh, and then we'll lead into, we're going to probably play some Pokemon. Let's go. I open a lot of Pokemon cards on stream as well. Uh, so we're going to do that as well. So we'll probably stream for a few hours on there, but I will start with that article uh, for everyone here who wants to, <laughs> who wants to it, see that. Uh, I put it in the, the group chat for you there. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. We're going to, we're going to read through that article oh, about 10 man. minutes after the stream ends. We'll start up the uh, there. So go ahead, give it a follow. Come watch the stream. That's what we're going to be doing. So, dude, that is going to be insane. Yeah. And then, uh, Evan, what about you, man? Just follow me on Twitter, Kimmerix Project, just like the name you occasionally see in chat over there. Um, this name here. And, uh, yeah, I post anything really conventions, work I'm doing. If we got videos coming up or if something's happening for the channel, either mine or Spawnwave or anything really happening. So, yeah, just follow I, that. I do want to add, guys, please make sure you guys check out Evan's live, his live streams. I was yes. there. I finally caught one live, and it was fantastic. So you guys, make sure you guys follow him. And his his art stuff is amazing. So I just wanted to say, yo, it was really fun watching you. Uh -huh. yeah, I finally caught it live. So. His streams are great. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I try to talk to people, even if I'm staring intently at something. I try to follow chat. So don't yeah, worry I watched that. your streams as you were finishing up. Um, one of the coolest ones was watching you finish up the shirt and putting everything in there. It's really yeah. cool. It's a really good job on those streams. Good stuff, man. Cool. All right, that's going to uh, do it here for episode 105. We'll see you guys next weekend. Maybe we'll have a Nintendo Direct or something to talk about. Maybe. I don't know. You never know. You never know. Yeah, I wouldn't count on that. <laughs> Maybe the week after. The week after that. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Sounds good, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you next weekend.